Good morning, Caffeines. You're listening to Caffeine Check. I'm Derek, though you may know me as Blake Clark of the Steam Campaign. Grab a cup of coffee, get caffeinated, and get comfortable, because it's time to let the arrows fly. Hey everyone, welcome to Caffeine Check. We're a bunch of friends now, uh, plus one. We have a we have an additional friend today. Good morning. Sit around and play Dungeons and Dragons way too early, drinking obscene amount of coffee. Uh, Jason, yes, is with us. Hi, how are you doing? Doing good, man. Good to have you. Yeah. Um, what do we do first? We do ad spots. Player introductions. Let's just. Did, did you say right. ass spots? That's sometimes. Sometimes. Like freckles on your butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> you should get that looked at. How did you know? All right, we'll do character intros and then uh, we'll see what happens with this ad spot. This is Anthony C. And I play Erdo, a human cleric from Fellow Spire. This is Scott. And I play Findolin, a rogue high elf from Quilroth. This is Joshua. And I play Kaladin. A half-elf human fighter from the city of Westline. And this is Thomas, and I play Iceberg, a furball druid from the Salura Vast. Derek here, and I play uh, Blake Clark from the Swamp Town of Bogolo. I'm a human ranger slash rogue. And I'm Anthony R. I play everyone you all don't play. All right, Thomas, you ready to... Uh, somebody cast guidance on him because Jason's actually in the room. I am not a cleric in this session. I don't know if I'm <laughs> laying hands. I'm, I, may, I, I, may, I may want this interaction between and Jason if I did, and Scott to happen. If I did, I would be one? guiding Bolt instead yeah, of Yeah, you, 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 you do the first one, I'll do the next two. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Anthony. Do it in, uh, do it in uh, King Shat's voice. King Shat's voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do it Can in, you please do it in King Shat's voice? King Chats voice. Uh, the voice that's about to happen is a is a uh, little taster. <laughs> Just commit him of <laughs> some of our bad role models podcast content that'll be coming out at some point, or maybe already out, depending on when you're listening to this. All right, thank you, Josh. Um, <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by Critical Dice. Uh, they have D&D dice sets, D&D pins, and apparels. Uh, they also have something known as the Endless Bag of the Dice. Um, it's a monthly subscription. You can get dice every month. Uh, they come in two sizes, uh, regular and plus. If you know anything about King Shat, he's definitely a plus size type of guy. Very big, huge guy. Uh, those prices for those bags, the Endless Bags, is six ninety nine. Uh, for the regular and twelve ninety nine for the plus, then you gotta add the sipping to that. You know, sipping's one of those things you gotta go through. <laughs> now, if you wanna check out these products, please go to thecriticaldice.com. I'm not gonna spell it because I only spell in pictures, but <laughs> if you just listen to me, it's thecriticaldice.com. Uh, if you put in the promo code caffeine, you can get the first month free and only play for shipping. Uh, I'm looking right now in the eyes of the owner. I love you so sure much right it. now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm proud of you like a father is for a son. It's the first time he's got it right. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed like you actually have the website open this time. I don't think that's ever happened before. Hey, look at that. Oh, he is ready. And I have my uh, my last month's uh, 
special bonus item. That cookie cutter, that yeah, cookie cutter. dude. Oh my god! Wow. I, haven't, I don't know. I was just gonna say, you bag, use the so cookie. I, can't ma- I haven't made the cookie with it, but I keep it. I just like seeing. Yeah, the don't eat the cutter. Eat the cookies. It's <laughs> helpful because you guys are gonna fight a green dragon today. So oh, really? I'll just need. I'm, yeah, I'm prepared. Oh shit! Is that the green? Oh, <laughs> <is that laughs> power? Uh, can you give me a few minutes? <laughs> I need, to re- I need to re-prep some spells. <laughs> so I'm going to pass it off to, to, to Thomas. Any, well, anything, Thanks, you, anything you need to add? No. Okay. Why would I sully that? <laughs> uh, we also, we've got a couple more sponsors for today's episode. First off, we got Ginger Beard Coffee. Uh, <laughs> they are uh, the amazing individuals who provide us coffee in the morning uh for these episodes we've also played at the shop and they have a new location if you happen to be in the tampa area uh it's magnanimous brewing and ginger beard and uh their normal channel side district over by the poorhouse uh also we have a sponsor caffeinated kobold uh caffeinated kobold does specialty roast coffee beans delivered right to your door so if you don't happen to be in the tampa area but you still want a good bag of beans you can get your beans from caffeinatedkobold.com if you put in the discount code caffeine check at the moment i believe the discount is 15 percent uh that may change (laughs) um the uh what's the la- oh our final sponsor of the is uh Wolfpack Dice. Ooh. Uh if you check him out on Instagram, he makes fully customized dice sets. Uh really cool guy. Uh you could also chat with him on our Patreon. He's pretty active on there. So uh he's Gaw Force on the Patreon. So I think Discord. that is Discord. That's what it is. That's you can access Discord through Patreon, though. So <laughs> or, or through the, the app. Sure, sure. <laughs> you know, either either or, either or. That, that's all I got. He made a he made a he made a, a dice set for a buddy of mine, uh, Josh uh, Loya, who runs our coffee breaks. So they were really pretty. I liked them a lot. Um, so yeah, definitely check them out. Mm-hmm. Is that it for the ads? Is that are we? That's our ad spot. We're actually starting earlier, I think, than we've ever started. So, <laughs> uh, what happens when we show up on I feel time? Like we need to like. It's the natural twenty from King Chat. What do I do? What do I do with my hands? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, let me recap. All right, let's us. take a break. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's see. You guys left Turek um, about a week ago in game. Um, you finished up a job for Onyx. Uh, back in Turek, and as you were finishing up the um, quasi-bank heist uh, and delivering the news to him, uh, he said, well, hey, you guys did a great job. Do you want another job? Um, I need a package delivered to to Quilroth, and you guys took the job and uh, basically set you guys on a two-session journey to the city. Um, tormented by what is in the box, or at least for that first session. Uh, you guys carried it, didn't open it, and uh, met a couple people along the way, stopped at a little town called Briarly, where you fought some strange aberration from the portal that, you, that was opened at the first field. Um, subverted some ambushes and checkpoints and stole from some carts and all-around shenanigans. You guys now find yourself right outside the city gates of um, Quilroth, um, where... Uh, a gentleman with two earrings uh, came up to you and said, um, 
where is the bag? And that is where we left off. I think um, Blake and Fen, you guys were sort of hanging back, if I remember correctly. Yeah, we pulled back um, a little bit. So that means it's uh, Fen, Kaladin, and... Not Fen. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Berg, Berg Kaladin. Kaladin, and Erdo uh, in this scene. So we'll pick up there. What are you guys doing? You guys hand him the box? How far away are we, Anthony? Can we be within, like... <laughs> yeah, how far do you want to be? Let me <gasps> see. Let me see what I can do with this spell. Who's holding <gasps> the box right now? Uh, 90 feet. I believe Actually, you. It's 90 feet. Okay, so you're... Well, let me ask, like, how are you guys hiding? Are you... Are you're we outside hiding, the city, so walking? there's... There's some tents kind of set up. People, like, you know, setting up um, little stalls. There's some carts. You know, there's plenty of things around. How are you guys hiding yourselves? Staying close, as close as we can to... Uh, 90 feet build, close. Yeah, nine, well, 90 feet, but I mean closer to anything that's like a building that can shot or, or obstruct us from view. From Yeah, we're walking into the city gates. Is that correct? Is that the... Um, pass. You guys are kind of off to the side of the city gates. Um, okay. There's city gates, and then there was a wall, so he was kind of off on the side along the uh, edge here, and he kind of walked up to you guys, and you guys sort of met... So you're <clears throat> not on the main road where you'd go into that Could leads up to the gates. Could we be on gates. the main road? Yeah, you guys can be and on the main road. still be within 90 feet, mm-hmm. just yeah. like, like a normal person going into the a, city? Yeah, I was thinking about 100 feet away. They were. Okay. Um, when he was like leaning against so the wall. So I'll slide 10 feet to the right. Okay. Um, make a check for that. I don't know if you can. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what are you guys doing? I'm going to whisper into my arm and say, uh, magic to all peoples. And I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on the person with the two earrings. Okay. We, um... The several packages we're delivering. Uh, who are you? Which package are you looking for? Information was not a part of the deal. Ah, but alas, and dollars hold, are. Yeah, he holds up a bag of of uh, of money. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to take a look at the bag of money. Well, he's got his hand out, wanting the box. It's a it's an exchange. It's not. He's not gonna give you the money without receiving the box. You I grab need, his hand and shake it. <laughs> okay, he goes um, awkwardly. Uh, just, okay. you don't need to hand it to me. Just open the bag. Oh, opens it. The gold is there. Ah, perfect. And I look at Erdo. Erdo casts Zone of Truth. Okay. <laughs> Does he know that he's that? Yes. He knows he's being uh, affected. Charisma sixteen save. Okay. Three. My name is Erdo. What is your name, sir? Uh, Darren. Darren, we are not supposed to deliver anything to a Darren. You were given a name? No. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. Does Zone of Truth apply to you too? (laughs) How much? No, this is true. None of the packages we have say Darren. Could you confirm how much money is in that bag? A hundred gold. I'm sorry, a thousand gold. Oh, <laughs> we are I about to have a to zero. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see the comma, sorry. Very well, Erdo. I'm. I just lean over to Erdo in his ear and it's like, I'd like to get rid of this package if possible. To anyone? No. <laughs> Can we just make this? Do you have any qualms with making this transaction? As long as he knows it's coming from, I think the person had to know the name of, you know, what's his face. Ah. I'm being intentionally coy. This is taking longer than I would hoped for. This is supposed to be a quick drop. Could I 
Please have the package and you can have your money. I mean, in theory, you've been waiting here for days, so a couple more minutes won't hurt. Not out in the open like this. Could you please make the exchange and be on our way? All right, I hand him the box while I take the bag. Yeah, he well, he throws the bag at uh, Fen. Or, sorry, uh, Berg. Takes the, chucks it, pulls the drawstring closed from showing you. I drop it. <laughs> I, I pick it up. Okay. Finn, where did you go? go? You hear this voice just in your head. Finn, Finn kind of looks around. Who, who is this? Huh? What did you say? Oh, no, uh, sorry. I heard, I heard. Did you hear something? I heard you say, who is this? Yeah, before that. No, I didn't hear anything. I'm watching the guy. I'm walking, just watching the deal go down. Berg just dropped a package, dude. Dude, I don't know what's I going mean, on. What did you expect? Yeah, <laughs> true. I, I, I swear, I heard something in my head. Someone don't worry about this guy. Let him go. I know where he's going. How, how do I know that I can trust you? Man, I've been with you this whole time. What are you talking <laughs> about? Sorry, Blake. I, someone's talking to me in my head. Oh, They're, sweet. It's not Urdu. No. It, it's someone else. What's he saying? He's telling me not to worry about this person that we're watching. I just cast a spell on him, though, so we can worry about him. I mean, I'm worried about him, but this person's telling me not to worry about him. Who's this person, why. dude? Hold on, give me a second. Okay. <laughs> We've never met, but I've been watching you since you were young. Your parents are safe. We've never met? We've met, dude. We've traveled this whole time. I don't know what you're talking about. I told about. you I was talking to the guy in my head, and now you're you're not letting me have that conversation. I'm going to start my conversations with you, with uh, Blake, okay. and then follow that by some words. Always? And forever? No, no just, just in this next five minutes. Give me five minutes to do, handle it this, this way. Okay. <laughs> who, I love it. Who, what, what's your name? It's the most assertive I've heard of. <laughs> I suppose you've earned that much. Aristar. Aristar. Are you from Quilrock? DJ Aristar. I perform on Sundays. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've lived here for a while. Look towards the gate. So Finn tries to be very slick about his movement and slowly turns towards the gate. So give me a uh, give me a performance to see how slick you are and give me a perception to see if you see him. Ugh. Performance is a six. Okay. What are you looking at, blued? Perception. <laughs> perception is a... Uh, perception is a 12. Uh, hey, Blake, um, I'm turning towards the gate. I'm yes. I'm kind of clenching my mouth and saying this. Turning towards the gate to uh, see... If I can see the guy who's talking in my head. He's over here? He says he is. And you can see there's a guy kind of standing just inside the gate of the city. Uh, kind of, uh, you know, hood up, but not like shadowed in his face or anything. He's about 100 feet away. And you see him point to you and go, hi there. <laughs> Double fist guns. Is that the guy that pointed at you? <laughs> I see that, you. I believe that is him. His, his name is Aristar. DJ. That's Ari a fun Star. name. Aristar. Why? Why are you? Why have you been watching me? I could tell you wanted to know about the black line. Yes, I have. 
I was about to tell you before you left. Suddenly you were gone. And you're saying not to follow this person that we, that we... Hunter's mark them dude, I put a spell on him. My, my, my friend put a spell on him. Is that spell, is, you know, what should we do? That could work. But if he knows you're following, it could go bad. It doesn't matter how fast or how clever he is. If you know where he's going, you always can find them. What do you say, dude? So, Blake, yes. our star is telling us that if he knows that we're following, mm-hmm. it'll be bad. Yeah. Ari Star knows where he's going. Oh, he already knows where he's going? That's what he's That's extremely helpful, dude. We don't need to do this Hunter's Mark thing, and then I don't have Pastor that trace anymore right now, so. That's probably helpful if he knows where we're going, or he knows where he's going. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I should meet with him or if we should just... Keep talking with him in my head. Well, let's. Why don't we just? Why don't we just walk up and like talk to him and push him? Okay. Arisa, is it okay if me and my friend here, my companion, walk over? <laughs> Vigorous <laughs> waving. Vigorous wave. <laughs> if he stops making a distraction like that, then yes. Hey, hey Blake, can you? Uh, yeah, yeah. What's up? Can you? We got to be cool and like. Oh, I know cool, dude. I can do cool for and sure. And not stand out when we go talk to him. I stand out all the time, but I can try to do cools. Yeah, try to do just okay. laid back. Yeah. Laid back, like. How's this walk look? When I do like a little walk with a limp. Oh, yeah. That's good? That's so laid back. <laughs> uh-huh. right okay. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay, yep. I got that. But no hand waving gesture. Hands in my pockets, dude. I like that. By the good I got to stop saying dude. I don't say dude as Blake. By I the say good dude berries? Right. Yes. Okay. All right. So we walk towards um, towards our star. Okay. Um, so while that was happening, that was about the same amount of time we'll say as it took you guys to walk up the other three of you to the guy and give the package. So he, you know, throws the coins, falls on the ground. Calden picks it up. Uh, he takes the box, kind of looks at you guys, and says, "Onyx has another job for you if you're interested," and walks back. That was easy. It- it was easy. We should do more jobs for Onyx. Um, uh, depends on the job, I'd say. I hand, uh, I hand Berg 200 gold out of the bag, and I hand Erdo 200 gold out of the bag. Okay. Shall we be depositing this? Oh, God. Mm. Depositing this in the bank? Just put it in your bag, Berg. Oh. It's a little heavy. As you guys turn around to walk away from that guy, mm-hmm. you uh, you guys look, and because you know who you're looking for, you guys see um, Finn and Blake uh, walking up to the gate. You guys could probably meet at about the same time uh, if you guys start walking pretty soon. Um, does it look like they're following the guy that just no, left? No, no, because he's... Oh, does it look like... Who? We didn't we weren't in that conversation, so did it does it look to us, does it look like they're following the guy we think they're supposed oh, no, to be following? Oh no, the other guy turned around and went away from the gate. So it looks like they've deviated. Yeah, so the guy walked away from you, you turn around and see I start I start, hey, uh guys let's meet up with the party. It looks like they're not following. So I, I turn to start trying to intercept. Yes, Erdo follows. It is always good to follow them every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys get up and you guys kind of rendezvous 
just before uh, you guys get to Ari Star. And then uh, just to knock it out, uh, I hand 200 gold to uh blake and 200 gold to Finn. <laughs> you had 12 pounds of gold to each of them sorry i just uh it was quite heavy uh gentlemen but the drop the drop went well that's good, that's really good. I, I did drop it mm, i'm sorry yeah, that, we, that we drop went it. well too we saw you drop it <laughs> so what is there a reason you're not following them yeah yeah finn finn had you here, this guy up here, see him right there with the hood on. He's got the arrow pointed. I'm probably not doing that anymore. But he um, <laughs> he knows Finn, and he knows where that guy's going, so we don't have to tr- follow him. We can just show up where he is. Oh, that's convenient. Mm-hmm. A little, that feels a little too convenient. Finn, yeah. is this a good thing? Norm- like, I, I don't know yet. I This person knows my name. He recognized me. Say said that name. he's been following me for a while, and so... I, I think I want to talk with him and with Finn. understand how he knows me and why he's been following me. He he explained that he knows I've been searching for the black line and trying to find out more. Well, why don't you take the lead on this one? Yeah. We'll take just, we're, we're looking for cues from you. So, if you hear me go, <laughs> that means I'm in danger. <laughs> I could always be a bunny if you need it. I might need you as a, as is a it, bird. Is it more like this? Hee hee. You got hee hee. Hee hee. Yes, it will cut through the air. So if you hear that, come to One more ear. time. Hee hee. Hee hee. You don't have to do it. I'll do it. Oh, so we do it back to you. No, you don't. You just come. You come <laughs> when I call. <laughs> Why? Why? We have guests, so, guys. Come ooh. on. <laughs> Doesn't make me older than 12 know, just because someone walks Where in the house. <laughs> so, oh my God. so Finn, uh, Finn starts walking towards, continues walking towards yeah. Alistar. As you guys get closer, you can see that this guy, uh, he's about six feet tall, uh, longish hair. Uh, the most striking thing you'll notice right away is that he has blue skin, light blue skin. Oh no! Is it blue skin? Blue Does it one. remind me of? Wonderful. <laughs> Does it remind me of of arugula? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And so, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go. no, as you get closer, he extends his hand like to as a greeting. And I take it. I'm glad to see you're safe. Uh, I, I suppose. Thank you, but who, there's so many questions I have as to why you've been watching me and and I guess the most important thing is you know what we're doing right now which we haven't told with any told anyone I can answer those questions but uh, I'm not really enjoying being here on the open street I, I understand that I I too do not like being out in the open especially here where I'm not necessarily as thrilled to be back. Is there somewhere we can go that uh, would be safe and more discreet? Sure. There's two options. We can go down this alley here, and there's kind of a dead end where we can be immediately out of uh, prying eyes. Your friends yes. can come as well. Or we can go back to uh, my residence. I understand there might be some reticence. 
Ouch, my head hurts. We're we going in it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going back where, to his place. Where's your Where's your residence? Should I pack it back? Just feels a little a little early. <laughs> <laughs> feel like we should have dinner first. <laughs> it's further here in town, but I understand following strange people to uh, unknown locations can be a tricky proposition. Erdo. I don't I don't like alleys. Uh, I don't. I don't. <laughs> The road that doesn't like Alex. <laughs> I'm, I'm just enjoying breaking Blake. Oh, <laughs> My preference is is almost to go to your residence and, and, and be safe from ears that may overhear words that are important to me. Sure. Explain what's going on to your friends, and then maybe once we're there, you can explain to me why you're talking like that. You know? I watched you for a while. Okay. Well, Do we, we talk about this? that when we get back to your, to your place. Sure. So you head back to the group. Mm-hmm. So I go back to the group, and I I talk I tell them exactly you know that, uh, he's willing to give us more information, just in a safer place. What was that thing about you talking like that though? I don't know if you heard we that. We did not hear. Oh, we did not hear that. Oh. Now you guys are just a little bit back. Oh, okay. I would Sorry. prefer to keep a state of reticence if we could. Can we get a... <laughs> hey, do you know, when are we meeting with this guy? Did he give us your time on that? We were going to do this now. Oh, we're going right now. Okay. Cool. Are you opposed? No, I just some stuff in the city I want to do before, like, before we start doing stuff but we can meet with him first yeah it's uh i i think have the conversation find out some information as far as yeah for sure individuals going and then you know we don't have to do a whole dinner and Mm -hmm. show there's not gonna be a show we are not eating dinner we will eat dinner just maybe not with ari star ari star Aerie Star. Aerie Star. Aerie Star. Mr. Star. It's probably the only name that I've actually said Bart right. Star. Or tried to say right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I, I guess I'd say that to the group. Does any anybody oppose or have any Mm-mm. any feelings of not wanting to Ber- do this? Berg just wants to quickly cast Druidcraft to... Um, basically create an effect so he knows what the weather's going to be like in the next 24 hours. Um, yeah, so, okay, you would do that. It's like a little symbol you get or something like that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so uh, the symbol kind of starts to kind of turn over a little bit and starts to kind of form in the air, and you just sort you see a moon uh, with, like, a bunch of clouds just kind of passing over it, and you see a fog kind of roll in uh, underneath. Wonderful. It shall be peaceful. All right. So we'll go back to you, to our, our stuff. So I've, I've been telling my friends that your your name is Ari Star. Is that, am I saying that right? That's fine. You can let's just say Ari if that's easier. That is so much easier. Let's do that. Ari. Ari, I love that. Okay. Ari uh, Gold. So, um, yeah, well, let's go. So walk here with me and have them follow. We can talk while we walk. All right. So I go back to the group. Hey, if you guys don't mind, if 
can you follow us as we'll kind of walk ahead and, and, and do some talking? I'll gladly walk from behind. You may still do the cool walk or just a normal walk. <laughs> you know, it's okay now Now that we've made his acquaintance. I okay. Think it's okay to just go walk. back to normal walk. Yes. Okay. I, got I would like to find out about this cool walk, though. I kind of want to know what the cool walk looks like as well. <laughs> I just walk with a limp because my nuts are heavy. <laughs> and there's the tag. <laughs> <laughs> there's the explosive. It took a while. Are we uh, using the same safe word? Yes. Very well. So you're list- you were li- you're prepared. I am waiting. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so you guys start making your way through the city. I just want right. to keep an eye out for any more people with earrings. Okay. Perception check. Berg wants to just keep an eye out for fur bulks. Just practicing. It's uh, Tor 19. Okay. Did you hear that? Berg wants to just keep an eye out for fur bulks. Okay. okay. Uh, you can do a perception check as well. Disadvantage? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 18. Okay. That's pretty good for disadvantage. It's a 10. So you guys talking about anything yeah, on so the way? Yeah, so I walk, I catch up to him, and uh, I, I just say, um, <clears throat> are you friends of my parents, or would you? I wouldn't exactly say that. I have my own reasons for investigating the Black Line. Your parents came to my attention a while back. It's being connected. I was looking for a way to do some reconnaissance or get some more information. <laughs> what? Do you, is that how you guys say that? That's exactly how we say it. A lot of people say that word, right? <laughs> I didn't know if I could trust them. But in my investigation, I determined that perhaps I could trust you. You seemed, uh, well, to be a good person at heart. It's ironic, really. Just as I was about to reach out to you, you, you disappeared. You left town. So imagine my surprise as I'm monitoring uh, this drop. The who should appear but you. Yes. I assume you've <clears throat> fallen backwards into this? Yes, I've uh, been doing some reconnaissance myself, uh, which has taken me a long way uh, from here, from, from Crowath. And I would say that not all of my time has been spent solely on the Black Line, and it's been... Uh, encountered some other troubles uh, that we've uh, as a group um, you know I've I've, I've uh, ran into some adventures I'll say I and imagine you have I uh, got I'm not sure if you know of Onyx I've never met the man but I I'm familiar with him and his activities yeah so uh, this was a, uh, I, I met him not so long ago, and um, just with the information that he has given us, I've come to the conclusion that, you know, we could m- maybe get closer on, I could get closer on kind of solving this and dismantling the black line. 
And it seems our goals are aligned for the time being. I also want to see the black line demolished, disassembled. He poses a, poses a threat that I can't let stand. And about then, I think we could probably reach the mm -hmm. his residence. You guys can see it's across a, a from the large park there in the center of the city, uh, almost like the hole in a donut. And there is a dilapidated uh, three-story townhouse with a big, uh, like, fence around it and a sign that says, warning, condemned, no trespassing. And he turns to the group. Welcome to my humble abode. Come on. It's a beautiful home. Humble indeed. It looks horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest yeah. house I've ever seen. Yeah, that's kind of the point. And he steps through a hole in the fence after looking both ways and steps inside the front yard. Berg looks for any like small cracks and casts mending as he walks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's some. And you fix it up a little bit. That will take far too long, Berg. This yes. is hopeless. <laughs> You're probably right, Erno. You guys following him in? He's yeah. trying to fix. Yes. You're trying to fix the fence. Yeah. <laughs> Berg, how will he get in? It looks like his door. No, no. Um, mm. Yes, I'm just fixing the splinters around it. You know, it could be danger. I, I've snagged my. I, I walking through and. No, it's fine. You can stay here. Maybe we can find yeah. some duct tape in the cities and we can just put it around a hole in the fence. Ducks have what? What? Yes, mm -hmm. it's made from ducks. Mm -hmm. They slaughter the ducks. They and cut they, their heads off. Yeah, they, no, let's let's not fund this type of They make tapes, and then they make it. little tape out of ducks the blood. Ducks should be ducks, not the, tape. The blood from the ducks. It's you've it's like, not heard of this process before. No, it's, it's like wild shape. Instead of turning into an animal, the animal turns into tape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind <laughs> of. I think you have that spelled in your your arsenals. Next duck we see, that, see if we can turn it into tape. I don't tapes. have that duck on my list. At we this, walk in. Yeah, at <laughs> this point, he's like to the second floor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm following them. Okay. Yeah. Finn and Aristar at the second floor. <laughs> uh, when you guys get inside, it is actually uh, pretty clean. It's an older house for sure. Uh, and there's uh, there's a kind of a kitchen and it seems like it's used regularly uh there's some beds in some of the rooms and he ushers you guys up to the third floor and he says don't let the sign outside fool you i had those printed down the street sometimes the best security is obscurity no one comes in to abandon condemned buildings until they go to demolish them for a it, better building right but then it's not on in. any city list for demolishment Ooh, city list. Nice. You have well company uh, a lot? No, this is more of a safe house. Wonderful. Who are you staying safe from? I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not too familiar with what we're dealing with. That's quite all right. Finn, perhaps you could tell me what you figured out about the black line. And I can fill in some gaps for you. Okay. So, I know some of the routes that the black line uh, stops in. And I know that they, along the black line, they're trading what definitely illegal goods. One in particular that I've come across is the illegal selling of 
of blood. I'm not quite sure as to what it's being used for, um, why they're selling the, the blood on the black line, but just knowing most of these things sold on the black line are um, illegal, uh, I, I figure it's for something nefarious. And the other thing I know is that there's something called the lab. There. <laughs> That's cute. Where the blood, what, why do you say that? I think he's trying to be patronizing. No, not Because you all. don't know really anything, really. Or maybe no, he thinks that's, you're cute. <gasps> that... Ooh-wee! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that was like a swine call, not a Michael Jackson. Did you? <laughs> I think dinner's ready. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what I'm supposed to say or not, but what about the, uh, the, the liquids in the package? Hmm? The package that we... Uh, the free items... Oh. <laughs> we uh we did encounter uh one of the black markets and we saw some of the items that they sold including them giving out free blood. Um sorry Blake. And as I stated I've heard about this destination of blood's final destination called the lab. Um that's uh actually short for the labyrinth. The labyrinth. I'll get to that in a minute. Go ahead. Okay. And the only thing I would add is that I overheard someone saying that they brought a sedated body to be sent to some place called Gray Hill that had had red skin. Huh. That tracks. Do you know what was in the box you just handed off to the Black Line? 1,000 gold. Direct and to the point. I like it. Do you know the name Norlorn? Norlorn. Norlorn. Finn looks at the DM. No. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) He looks through time and space. (laughs) A thousand yard stare. (laughs) He's the one who's behind the black line. You have to understand, he's a man obsessed. He is obsessed with my people. And he pulls back his hood a little bit, so you can see him fully now, and his kind of whitish blonde hair down to his shoulders. And you can see on his forehead, he has two darker circles um, on his forehead, almost like like something wants to burst forth like horns or something maybe he says many people don't know we even exist but we were created by well the Aidens themselves there's not many of us but he seeks to consume us many ways quite literally he wants our power he wants to become us and I can't let that stand. Where, where are you from? Are your people? There are pockets of us. We stay safe. There's very, very few of us. You may have never met anyone else, perhaps living, of our race. We keep ourselves secluded. 
we keep ourselves safe. My job is to, well, I seek out others. I bring them to safety. In my travels, I've discovered that there are some who are also doing the same, but instead of safety, destruction. I don't always make it in time. There's uh, an individual in our group that looked like you. Who Really? Yes, he, uh, for a short time, I was able to um, meet him and meet his acquaintance and become very fond of him, and he he passed not so long ago. Sorry to hear that. He made a sacrifice that was for the greater good. He was from Greyhill, too. He was from Greyhill. You Is mentioned that. that. He was... Uh, is that how you know about Grail? I, I know it f- from overhearing it on my reconnaissance and also from him just speaking what little he knew about his, his past and where he huh. was from. No one's from Grail. People are taken to Grail. That's where Norlorn does all of his grisly deeds. I mean, he wasn't the brightest one in our group, so like, <laughs> it could be off where he was from or how he was there, but I mean, he, he lived on Grey Hill and then he escaped. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, <laughs> that would be the first time I've ever heard of someone escaping from Grey Hill. Yeah. He had some powers. He had a sword that he talked to all the time. I don't know what that was about. We still can't figure that out. It looked like this, and I show him my tattoo of, the, of his... His sword. Would I recognize it? Um, you would recognize... You rolled really well when you did that tattoo, right? It yeah. was a natural 20, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, you'd recognize that it's like a celestial mm. uh, sword. But the sword itself you've never seen, but you... Some of the patterns, the shapes, just the, the words that, would be on it, too. Yeah, so then you'd be so, able to... So I, I recognize the motif. I recognize the kind of commonalities. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you would, you would recognize that the words say, uh, created for truth... Um, freed for power. Uh, and as you're showing the tattoo, he says in Celestial, ah, created for truth, created for power. That's an interesting path. He's saying this in Celestial. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's what it says. You yeah. speak as well. Yeah, so Arugula, he, he, he jumped into this thing, and then he blew up, and then there was ash all over the place. And I wanted to like take some of him in my body to remember him by, so I scooped up some of his ash and I snorted it in. And I didn't realize till later, but I guess I took on some of his powers. And uh, the only one that I got was speaking in celestials. It's really eloquent language. Indeed, it is. Mm-hmm. Except for the bad words, they don't they don't translate. No, they <laughs> do not. They speak of things that this world does not know. Yeah, I don't know a lot of the things that they speak of. I know that Erdo makes jokes in Celestial about the party, and they're really funnies. I have no doubt. Mm-hmm. Blake, I'm imagining this whole conversation in Celestial. Yep. Okay. Just the last little bit since they... What a beautiful language they're speaking. Blake, I would not tell that story publicly. I don't ever. tell much publicly. Good. I'm good at that. Do you understand what you've just told me? You just said that you were able to use the remains uh-huh. of one of my people yeah, and permanently gain uh, one of our powers? 
I mean, if that's your power, then yeah, I did that. That makes you a target, sir. <sighs> Just another target for me. <laughs> Story of my life. I look at Finn and speak back in common. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the things that the blue man, uh, I'm sorry, Arugula, always wanted to do is that he was seeking to go uh, back to where he came from to, to liberate and, and help anyone that he could. Hmm. It's a noble goal, but a dangerous proposition. Do you, do you actually know where Grail is? No. Grail is difficult. It's not here, but the door is. Grail can only be accessed periodically. It's like two raindrops that momentarily drip at the same rate. It's hard to explain. However, and he gestures out the window, and you can see that there's just like kind of a large like Central Park uh, kind of thing. It's forested, big open white open plains and things. And um, and uh, he says, in times past, there was actually research being done into the creators, the Aidens. But the Empire, in its infinite wisdom, decided that was heresy, blasphemy, and they shut it down. Norlorn discovered their research and used it and twisted it for his own means. Kidnapping my people, torturing them, disassembling them while still living. He discovered that there was a temple here in the city, an Adenic temple. And through it, he had access to Grail, where he keeps his lab, as you put it, in the labyrinth. The temple you speak of that's in Greyhill is, where is it located? He points to the middle of the uh, park, and you can see just kind of in the distance, there's like these like kind of like rock formation. And he says, it's right there, right in plain sight. Is that why you took residence here? So you can keep an eye on it? That's exactly why. This guy's brilliant, man. And big fan. <laughs> I remember one time Arugula um, was talking about Orinth. Do you know of Orinth in Grail? I've never been. That's the problem. Yeah, he said mentioned him being like the warden of, of Grail. No, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, this is one of the names you kept saying over and over again. So just trying to put the dots together. Then this is where it gets complicated, where it gets uh, involved. <coughs> There's only one key I'm aware of that can get inside the temple and get access to perhaps liberate those imprisoned if they're still alive in Grail. Your parents have it. Oh, shit. Oh, 
And so Finn kind of reels back and looks in disbelief. Make a history check for me real quick. Six. Six. In. Nailed it. You, <laughs> as he says that, your mind is kind of triggered back to all the times that you'd sort of be standing at the top of the stairwell and kind of listening in on your parents as they were talking or maybe conversations that they were having when they were hosting sort of peculiar guests in your home. Um, and every now and then you'd get a little, um, you know, you're just in the moment you're like, oh, that makes sense. I, I think I remember a little bit about you know them talking about this kind of stuff, but you don't know exactly what it was or where in the house it is. In all of Berg's travels, <laughs> has he ever seen um, a creature like this guy? Him? Yeah. Mm -mm. Okay. How, how how do you know this information? Like I've said, I've had them under uh, surveillance for a while. They seem to be the easiest entry point. Everyone else in the black line travels, moves, has security. Your parents, turned out, was a bit of a constant. People always going there, them taking strolls in the park. If you're careful, if you're stealthy, you notice the patterns. Do you know where they keep the key? I feel like we could find it. Or, and this is where you come in, you could just ask them for it. I don't know that they would trust me with the key, especially with me being gone for as long as I've been gone, to come back and ask. Well, there is another option. We could steal it. We exactly. could steal it and kill them. Uh, um, steal it, just steal it. I just said, just steal it. <laughs> oh my. How do you feel about a heist in your home? No, um, uh, well, yes. Once you're, yeah, that, that was easy. Uh, once the contact leaves your parents' house, we could just follow him to the, uh, to the temple. Oh, so that, is that where the individual's going? Oh yeah, he's at your house right now. That really came full circle. <laughs> I wonder if he's staying in your old room. Touching your stuff. Why, why would you go there? Just asking questions, fam. <laughs> it is in his nature. I wonder if he looked under your mattress and found those magazines that you were talking about. <laughs> the sticky ones? Yeah, yikes. Pointy oh. elf ears. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> picture books elvin erotica i think i think that is a a fine plan that we could go to the house after the contact leaves and retrieve the key sounds like we need to follow the contact to the portals is the the contact would he be going on to the portal or to the lab that's usually where he goes but my understanding habit is is usually your father opens the door for him he doesn't give up the key we would be trailing the contact and uh, your dad and when he opens it we all run past and we say hey dad and you jump into portals and he doesn't know we're there until we're in the portals and then it gets weird 
beyond <laughs> beyond the portal, do you know what type of danger or anything that lays beyond that? The only reason I haven't gone any further, now that I know where the temple is, the blasphemous ways is being used, that it contains the portal. I have to be careful. Norlorn can detect me, sense me. If you will help me, I'll help you. But I'm not sure exactly how far I can go before I'll be detected and my mission compromised. And I, I just want to talk this over with the group. Of course. I'll be downstairs. Take all the time you need, but by morning, we need to be ready to go. And if you wish, I can show you where the temple is. But yeah. it's pointless without the key. I, I would like to follow the, the contact and, and go in to the portal, but I, I need to discuss it with the group to make sure of course. we're on the same page. Gentlemen, Blake. And he goes downstairs. See you later, buddies. <clears throat> wow. That guy speaks a less yours. What a beautiful language that was. Mm -hmm. He didn't say anything about dinner. <laughs> or a show. I wonder if he has a bathroom. He, he probably has a bathroom. I'm sure that he would yeah, provide us some, some dinner, but I think the important task at hand is to understand if you would be willing to f go into another portal that oh, may gosh. take us to an unknown destination. Did you ask him if we can breed on the other side of that portal? I, <laughs> there were so many questions I had. Monsters, breathing, dragons. Bathrooms. I mean, breathing's dinner. a pretty important one. I mean, everything else can work itself out if we can breathe. Mm, yeah. Okay. True. Do we have any more leaves? The algae Is, stuff, dude? Yeah. That stuff's long gone. Oh. Uh, I thought I'd put mine in a Ziploc bag, but okay. Finn, what is the end goal? The end goal is to dismantle the black line and bring it down. Uh, what our friend Ari is trying to accomplish deals with the black line, but also deals with his people and liberating actually not only his people, but would be Arugula's people as they are the this, same. This is the blue one you spoke of. This is the blue one. The blue one that sacrificed his life for us and whose uh, one of his main missions was to you know, free, free his people. And, you know, I, I think that this mission um, is something that can aid me towards my goal in dismantling the black line and also aid what Arugula is working towards. But I'd, I don't know what's on the other side, what's in those portals, what dangers we may face. But it would involve us following the individual that you guys just met up with and, and my father uh, as he opens the portal and find a way to, to get, get in. 
if we are to dismantle the Black Lion and all that Onyx is doing, this is a noble quest. And it is something that I would put my life on the line for. But I do not know if that is what the whole group wants. Thank you, Bird. Erdu? If this is your path, Finn, then it is our path. Like, yeah, man, that guy seemed really cool when he told me some stuff about myself that seems like I'm even more awesome than I was before, so I'm down. <laughs> Kaladin. So I reach into my bag and uh, with a distant expression pull out the Nexium compass that I have in my bag and start fiddling with it again. Um, uh, quick quick question to the DM. Um, I can't remember. Uh, did I finish solving? No, it was like a... I got like, like a really quick... You were, you I got like two panicking. sides, right? Or something like that. Yeah, or, you, you were starting to get the hang of it, but you felt like, you know, you maybe... I think I likened it to a Rubik's Cube. Like you got one or two sides, but there's still a, a couple other to to figure out it started spinning like crazy right when we got close to the, portal. the portal was mm -hmm. open yeah. yeah um so you you're still not exactly sure how to use it you'll have to figure that out i would tend to surprisingly agree with berg that it does seem like a noble cause i will say that i think we should uh probably figure out, finish figuring out how to use this compass before we jump through another portal. If we're going to go to another plane of existence, I would like a way out. Uh, or an easier way out than we had last time. I don't think we can count on a dragon every time. Although, you never It was know. a fun ride on the bird. <laughs> well, yeah, bird. That's what it was. The dragon owl. Um... I, I agree. I, I mean, that's one thing that we can maybe speak more with Ari about understanding how we come back. Um, Ari's never been there. He might know of uh, a little bit about the mechanisms that are being used. One can only hope. Blake, are you okay with deviating from our larger goal for a time? Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. I, I'm getting a little, little pingy, ping, ping. I think somebody's outside the front door. My hunter's mark is firing up. Ooh. I look out the window. Do I see anything? You see the guy trying to, like, there's a bunch of people walking in the mm -hmm. market, very full, yeah. even though the sun's going down. Mm -hmm. uh, and you notice um, you're looking very carefully, but because your hunter's mark is on, you find him pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's just kind of walking uh, in a in the direction away from the gates like into the city mm -hmm. like further into the city yeah, yeah yeah i think the guy's out there he's he's right there a point show him out he's heading he's headed into the cities so can i uh, just before we can we call out what the steps of our plan are here we're not very good typically at uh remembering what we're doing when we need to do it first so can we, we just go to the restroom Mm. And then there is a dinner and a show. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then after the dinner and the shows, everything else happens. And then we 
end up at the end. This, this that, must I have been the part right, in Celestial. Th- that part I don't, uh, that, that's what I'm worried about right there. We do all the stuff at the end. So what is all the stuff at the end? Can we you get, you so guys smell sausage cooking from downstairs. <laughs> 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 so <laughs> we... Dinner's coming soon, guys. The individual will be walking oh, no. with my father towards the portal. Okay. Is that the individual Blake just tagged? Correct. All right. He's walking towards the portal. My dad has the key. Okay. And does not trust anyone with the key. Okay. And so... And probably certainly wouldn't trust you with it. Exactly. So you and follow the guy who's going to meet up with your father. No, we follow him as he walks in, into the, the park uh, where, towards the, uh, the temple. Okay, keep and, going. And he will go open the portal. He's going to open the portal in the temple. And he, with the key, or your dad's going to be there? With the key. My dad will be there with the key. He will open it. So your dad will open the portal for this guy. This guy will walk through the portal. Mm-hmm. And what do we do from there? We go through. What do we do about your dad to keep him from closing the portal as we start rushing through? Incapacitate him. Not kill. Just... I don't know how to do that. You have the snare. Somebody else can do that. You have the snare. We don't have the It snare. deals all the damage, dude. <laughs> it deals a lot of damage. We can... Uh... I guess I could choke him out. Yes. You're stronger than me. No, I'm not. <laughs> He's really not. I'm, I'm about as quick as you. <laughs> but we could hide out. Him. We could we could get ready, and then we could hide into the park near the portals. And then when we see them coming up, we can just we can either go through. We, we don't need to follow them all the way to your dad's house. It doesn't seem like we could do anything there unless you need to get something out from your bedrooms. Nope. Okay, I, so there's no sense in going to your dad's house. I never said we were going to my dad's house. Yeah, so we just yeah, need we'll to find a good hiding spot near the portals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... And jump through. Yeah. And then what? I don't know once we get on the other side. Nobody knows, dude. Nobody knows. But that that's why I'm asking you guys. Cause much, this is and this is going to happen tomorrow morning? Seem like? Yeah. So you can stay the night with your parents? I'm not thinking about that part. I'm mm. thinking about... The future going into the portal. What do we do after that? What time of day is it? It's getting into the evening. Oh, are we intended to do this tomorrow morning or tonight? Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow. If you need something to, like, hold him or ensnare him, I could do something that does not cause much damage. That'll work. That'll work. Thank you. I would like to get a haircut and get some new clothes before tomorrow. It's been made mention that I don't smell the best <laughs> by somebody in our parties. It wasn't me, but I don't disagree with it. That's how you mentioned it before. I was Blake like, do I smell? And you were like, well, you don't smell any worse than you always do. But yes, you smell. It was you. I mean... <laughs> It's okay. I know I smell. I just... I, I want to get... We were in the sewers. It's pretty bad. Got the same clothes on. Bird takes a deep whiff of And Blake. passes out. Make <laughs> a <laughs> constitution saving throw. No, not really. Oh. He was really going to roll it. <laughs> you smell like Blake. It that, is a good smell. That sounds like a good plan. Yeah, I just need... I, I want to also, like... I'm becoming very recognizable. And Mr. Star said that I probably shouldn't tell anybody anything. And I don't want people to know who I am. So maybe if I... Cut the beard off. Oh. 
comb my hair differently. <laughs> Perhaps Finn could just dye half of your beard. Ooh. You can dye my hair, Finn? Of course I can. Okay. <laughs> well, that's this is a relative statement. Uh, can he <laughs> try to dye your beard? Yes. You did realize what Finn looked like the last time he tried this. Yeah, he had all he that ink different. run down his head. It was... <laughs> If different is the goal, you'd be the perfect person for this. This is true. This is true. Yeah, I mean, go get you some clothes. I don't know about cutting your beard, but like I mean, <coughs> do as you feel. I mean, you guys didn't spend all the time growing it. Why is everybody freaking out about me cutting my beard off? It's just a part of it's, you. It's. I know, and people recognize the beard. They're like, oh my gosh, there's the beard guy with the arrows. At this point, you guys hear Ari start coming up the stairs with some food. Ari, where's the nearest barber? few blocks away. Perfect. Uh, food's ready downstairs. If uh, Ah, thank, wonderful. Thank Erdo. Erdo is uh, ravenous. Not quite. <laughs> I was just promised dinner. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not as fancy as some other things, but we've got food. I appreciate your hospitality. Of course. Where is your bathroom? First floor, behind wonderful. the stairs. I will make note. <laughs> Thank you, Ari. That's what you call it? <laughs> I'll make note. Making note. <laughs> oh, like a marking territory thing. All right. Well, mm -hmm. anyway, food's downstairs. Uh, are, there, are there What is it? What's for dinner? Scrambled egg, green chilies, sausage, and uh, some flatbread to put it all in. Berg will eat the flatbread, but nothing else. <laughs> We should stay in derelict buildings more often. Mm -hmm. This is quite nice. It is what you make it. I make a, a, make a, a, a thing that he planned on us making. And I ask which way is the barber? And I walk out the front door. Uh, after he tells me which way. Going alone? I'm just going to get a haircut. I'll be right back. If somebody wants to come with. Make sure I don't screw this up. I could go with you if you want. I'll go with you, friend. Okay. Is that a both or just Kaladin? Yeah, you can come too. You got, a, you got lots of hair. They might, I don't know what they're going to do with you in there with all that hair. They might charge you extras. Okay. I think I would like to feel normal again. Get a cut myself. All right. Two blocks down, going counterclockwise around the park, you'll see it one street in. Two blocks down, <laughs> counterclockwise <laughs> around the parks. The like the, the city's kind of like a circle. And okay. Okay. The park is in the middle. Park's so in the middle. People don't really talk about north and south here. They just say clockwise or counterclockwise. Okay. I'm really good with north and south. <laughs> counterclockwise threw me off there for a loop, but I'm, I, I got it. I take you to the window that way. Okay. He said it's that way for the haircuts. <clears throat> Same direction you felt the package, the guy with the package going. Yeah, I did. Okay. So who's all going to get a haircut? Just the three of you? Your boy is, Kaladin. Is it like a city city? or uh -huh. mm -hmm. So there, would there be plants along the way? There's a massive park that you're along the edge it's of. It's got no plants in it. <laughs> Barren. <laughs> Straight If there's sandbox. anything that looks ripe to eat, Berg would like kind of pick through it, but... Okay. Yeah. Not you, not you, to like slow the group down. I'm kind of like sure. Yeah. You guys, you pass by and you see some like berries and things like that, leafy greens that you know would be good. Mm -hmm. Make a little salad. Are you really gonna go get your haircut? 
I just want to cut my beard off. I don't want okay. it to be a whole thing. Okay. I just want to cut my beard off. Yeah, so you go in, you you, my appearance. you find it, you get in a little alleyway. Uh, okay. There's a, a gnome with these big glasses, big shears. Yeah, uh, if you need them. You go, and he's like, are you ready? Ready. All right. And he's going to, what, do you want your beard cut mm-hmm. or your hair? Hair and beard. What shape do you want? No beard. The whole thing? Whole thing. So he cuts it, and then he comes in with a blade and... Excellent. Oh shit, around. I forgot about my butt chin. <laughs> yeah, do you have a is chin? This, Yikes. Is this a custom? He does a really good job. Like, no blood, no nicks. Feels really good. Actually. Your skin hasn't felt like... Mm-hmm. And it's getting a little cooler months, so you're... And it's mm-hmm. later in the evening, so you feel the cold on your on your skin. It feels really mm-hmm. good. You're like, wow. Head feels a little lighter. Perfect. How you're getting a haircut? Bit. I am getting a haircut. What do you want? Uh... Just shorten it up on the sides. Make me feel like my old self again. Sounds good. Let's see how good he does. You, he doesn't do as good, but it's not terrible. He doesn't butcher it. But you have a mullet. You're it's... you're used to royal <laughs> haircuts, you know, yeah. <laughs> like salon style treatment. It's it's fine though, because um, as I sit there, I close my eyes and I think of my father, and I think of how we, we used to do this together. We used to sit and get our haircuts. It was a, something we always talked over, talked battle tactics, and war and theory, and bonded as we uh, got cleaned up. So I just I just have a little moment. Nice. Uh, are you getting a haircut? This yeah, is your it, whole body. It seems the custom. <laughs> so I kind of like take my shirt off. <laughs> uh, sorry, we, we don't do body hair. Just <laughs> head hair. <laughs> I'll get a, a, a trim. Where? My head. And similar to Blake with no, uh, like I think he called it a beard. I don't really have that, but. Okay. So he goes to do it to you. Does your hair, looks a little bit like Kaladin's. Starts shaving your face and it hurts uh, you. You're, you're like in a little bit of pain to have what you're, you know, naturally supposed to have. Hair there as a fur bog. It's, it's painful. It feels great, doesn't it, Bergs? Oh, is this, this how it's supposed to feel? Yes, exactly like that. Are you pooping? He's really enjoying it, I think. I've heard those noises before. <laughs> so Ice- Thank you. Iceberg looks like an inverted human. He's About. got skin where there's supposed to be hair and hair where there's supposed to be skin. It's about right. That's how I envisioned him, always. It's uh, four silver from uh, all three of you. I, I give him four gold for oh. all of us. Jeez. Oh, okay. four gold. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Come back anytime. Yes, this was a wonderful experience. Uh, Blake, is there anything while we're out and about that uh, would be beneficial? Any uh, arrows or equipment or potions or... Anything that we should take a look at before we I go into we another should, portal? No, I think we should go, go I do back with the group. If we're going to go like on a shopping trip, I think we should take the rest of the party. But if we, I just wanted to get a haircut. Mm. I mean, there is this potion, these two potions I made on our travels, so if you want one. And I kind of hold it out to Blake. <laughs> oh, you can hold on to those, Bug. You Just tell me where you put them, because you seem to go down a lot. So when I have to run up to bring you back, I can find them easily. Wait, wait. Yes, I was intending on keeping one. Oh, I have one too. Do you mean to hold one? I'll hold one for you. Is it getting heavy? 
Okay. No, I take I'll, one. I'll keep, if you have one, I'll keep it. I'll, it's, um, for someone who does not have one. Yeah, you, you, you need them, though. You go down a lot. You go unconscious in the middle of the battle. Remember, Berg, we bought all those healing potions back there. For you. Divvied them out. You and Kaladin, <laughs> specifically. I remember we stole some potions. Mm. I bought I bought a few. I did steal one, yep. I got that. That's the one I have. <laughs> to bring you back to life when you die. So it was for the greater goods. Thinking of me, you're so sweet. You're welcome. <laughs> Let's go you back. Guys, you guys head back? Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um... What are you guys talking about in the meantime? So, what have you decided? What's the plan? I believe that we will go through, uh, go, go through the portal. Uh, the one concern or the main concern that the group has, myself included, is understanding what's on the other side. And we actually had an experience with portals and uh, we ended up in an area that did not allow us to breathe hmm. um, and we were rescued uh, by an individual who uh, made it gave us the ability to to uh, eat a plant that allowed for us to breathe but I think our concern is just going into another portal and not understanding one how do we get back and two is that portal gonna lead us to somewhere that could ultimately destroy us all the portal you went through before where did it take you? It took us to a place called Stalemate's Quarter. Quarter. Oh. North Got of you. here. Yes. Interesting. <clears throat> Sounds about Thank right. Thank you, Erdo. <laughs> Although, I don't know if you would consider that another plane of existence or not, but... We're not here. Yeah, you guys are um, getting your Haircut. haircuts. That's right. Kaladin <laughs> uh, slowly backs away from his microphone. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned this portal seemed to take us much, much further. Well, it's not the distance, it's the location. Imagine... Imagine if this old house had a secret passageway. Where is it? <laughs> you imagine in your mind. Yes, is that not what you meant? I must know where the secret passage to imagine is. Right. So, Finn, uh, <laughs> imagine a table. And that's where we are. Everything on this world is that table. And imagine there's a chair that's pulled away from that table. It's still part of the set, but it's not the table. It's something different, but it's related. It's uh, adjacent. That's Grail. And as far as I know, it's the only chair on that table, to extend the metaphor. I've never been. As far as being able to breathe and threats... You should be able to exist there just fine. I can't speak to your previous experience, but his troops go back and forth. People are held captive. It seems as though your former teammate Arugula had been held there for some time for some reason. The fact that he escaped is admirable. 
I won't be able to help you much further than that. The other thing, you said you wanted to go. What's your plan for the key? As far as getting in, is getting in? Yeah, as far as acquiring the key. Is this, we need to have the key in order to come back? To get even get in. As far as back, I'm not sure. My thought was to follow. There's father. one wrinkle I I didn't want to tell you right away. Haven't seen your father in a while. I don't know if he's just laying low. I don't know if he's traveling. Not sure what. I hesitate with this plan to wait and see, to wait to them to come out and get the drop on them. You might be better served by well, going home again, whether you do it clandestinely, break in, or speak to your parents, but my personal feeling is that that might be your greatest option for success. And I can help you get in. I'll fight with you as far as I'm able. So to be clear, we're saying that he won't we he won't be following the contact will not be coming in here with the key and my father and that we would have to go seek out the key. Possibly, yes. Okay. In times past, your father's always gone with them, opened the door for them, but it's been a while. To be honest, I don't know if I can trust your parents, but you have people under surveillance for so long, you start to get invested, so I'm a little worried about them. Okay. And I think the best way is to go in and steal the key. Agreed. Aristar, how do people return when they have traveled through the portal? That I'm not sure. There's a couple of ways I could imagine. Perhaps the door only locks from one side. Perhaps Norlorn has his own key and he controls access to escape. However, your friend, uh, Arugula, he made it out. I said before that it's it's like when you watch the rain come down the roof of a building. And each drop moves at its own rate. Occasionally, for a short time, two drops might sink up. They might drip at the same moment, the same rate, the same speed. And then they vary. It seems like Grail does something similar. It seems like sometimes there are unintended ways in and out. Perhaps arugula use something of that nature. I am understanding you do not intend to go with us through the portal. No. I can only go as far as what secures my safety, my people's safety. If he detects that I'm here, it won't go well. But I'll go up to that point with you. 
I understand. Thank you. How many chairs does your dining set have? <laughs> I'm going to say the answer is either one or six, depending on what you mean. I understand. In Celestial, do you? <laughs> I am just making a joke, but I do partially understand this. Are you? Okay. How many planes of existence are you aware of? Just the one. Just the one. It is quite unique. It would seem that way. The creators put all their effort into it. When was the Atenic Temple taken over? Uh, you would... You don't know the exact time, but you know that it's been destroyed for close to a century. Yeah. At least a hundred years. That is quite some time. For some, yes. I am curious to see what is on the other side. It's... something. Even in its dilapidated state. I hope to return and tell you. I appreciate that. I will go to the bathroom now. <laughs> okay. In the proper location. I was hoping. <sighs> Take that note. Though I do have prestidigitation, so. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else for me, Finn? While the yeah, I while I'd, he's pooping. Yeah, while while he's pooping, I just say. Um, so you know about my voice course I watched you for months they really don't know you do they I mean I, I've sp spoken many truths to them however <laughs> I think the biggest thing the one thing I did hide is is my voice I've been in hiding for so long <clears throat> I've been using it for a while now Trying not to be detected by anyone. But you know, you know the truth. I know many truths. Hmm. Finn, just because you tell truths, some truths, to your friends, it's not the same as telling the truth. Mm. I understand the reason for secrecy more than most. I understand the reason to protect yourself. Put my hand on your shoulder. Mine is a lonely existence. Choose your path carefully. Thank you. So at this rate, the rest of you guys kind of come as back upstairs and as we were walking back, um, after my haircut, I took out the Nexium compass and started to fiddle with it again. Okay, make an intelligence check. Bird gas guidance. Um, Damn it. <laughs> and what'd you say? Oh, uh, 11. Straight 11. Are you doing this on the street or back at the safe house? He said on the way back. <laughs> cool, <laughs> so cool, I'm cool, imagining cool, cool. you're like walking, kind of messing with it in the streets. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like, I'm not doing this. Okay. Uh, but, you know, I'm trying to be discreet. Okay. Um, so you're messing with it, and at this and point. And I have a bag, so I can put the bag in front of me and okay. just have um, it there. 
with an 11, um, you are, are you're mainly just kind of getting like refamiliarized with it. It's been a, a little while. So you're for the walk back, you're, oh, that's right. This, this piece kind of moves like this. Oh, that's right. If I do this, this does that. So got it. Yeah. So you guys are back at the, uh, at the safe house hideout residence townhouse. Hey, Mr. Star. Mr. Star, do you have any um any clothing that would be I could probably borrow? Yeah, there's a trunk in the next room. See if something fits you. Okay. Can I see if something fits me? Mm -hmm. You go kind of shuffle around. You find something. It's not the best fit. You might want to go find a tailor to make it like a great fit, but it'll do for the time being. I figure he's a little shorter than me, so I might just have to roll the sleeves up or something. Yeah, everything will just be at disadvantage because your sleeves are in the way. So, until you... I'm just kidding. <laughs> Harsh. In the your way. movement speed is cut in half. Um, Excellent. Perfect. Thanks. <laughs> you have to roll con save. At least I don't look like myself anymore. <laughs> At least I don't look like myself. Um, yeah, so it's a little... It's It doesn't fit perfectly. So things just are kind of... Tight. Yeah, tight in some areas. Yeah. Yeah. That alias, you know? Um, are you are you still playing with the compass? As you walk in. Um, as I walk in, yeah, I'm gonna keep playing with it until. All right. Yeah. Till he finishes. <laughs> <laughs> Phrasing. Um. Okay, just curious. Anything to chat about as you guys get back? Yeah. So I get go back to the group. And I say, uh, so the original plan that we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. seems like there's some changes. Do tell. Instead of... Well, at least the changes are coming before we start, instead of while we're doing it. So let's... <laughs> oh, let's I can wait. It. Actually, I can wait. No, 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 no. No, why buck nope, tradition? Finn, yeah. Finn. So I- instead of going into the park and waiting for my father and... Um, double ing- earring man uh, that you guys met with. It seems like Darren. We'll, okay, Darren. We'll have to go into my house and steal the key. Oh yeah. Did you just say oh yeah? Oh yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna have to go into the house, steal the key, um, and that's how we'll be getting in to the portal. Okay. Tonight? tonight oh. uh, is this one of those stealth missions I'm not included in? I mean, it's fair if it is, but I'm just... What time of day is it? Tonight. It's getting, yeah, it's uh, probably 9.30, 10-ish at this point. I really could use some sleep before we start going on stealing missions. Let's see. If we don't have time, we don't have time, but... Would you be able to do it early in the morning? I would usually wake up ready to go. So, yeah, sure. Okay. If I can go crash now, I mean, I just, we just, I used my yep. sneaky stuff to get around the yep. checkpoint coming into the city. Yeah. Let me, uh, I'll talk with our star about the timing, but I think that should work. But, Berg, I, you know, I, I would say, yes, we want to be stealthy, but I think it would be helpful for us to have someone that can watch and you can turn into other creatures that can see and, and kind of 
uh, watch the perimeter and make sure that we're not in any apparent danger or or being or alarming anyone. Yes, I could do this. Okay. Before bed, I want to pull um, Erdo to the side and ask him, um, do you have any more of those things where you can talk to people that we've met? Available? I do. You do? Link. I uh, like your chin. Thanks, man. It's okay? It is stunning. Do I look different? Very. Excellent. You see Berg's face? He looks ridiculous. He does. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would... I was wondering if we could either at least, at least, check in with the Tugbees and let them know that they should be relieved of the debts now. But if we have another option to check with Onyx first and say we delivered the package, just want to confirm the Tugbees are free of the debt and then tell the Tugbees that. We can do both. Okay. So if you wanted to talk to Onyx, tell them we dropped off the package, Darren has it. Hopefully that was the right guy. <laughs> we will certainly find out. <laughs> Real quick. Um, and then after that, we can tell the Tugbees that they can sleep uh, in peace. I will speak with Mr. Onyx. And then tell Mr. Tugby to tell uh, Thalinel to go fuck himself. <laughs> and then well. we should be good. Yeah, yeah, we should be good. And we now have the explicit tag. <laughs> First Come one of us. the day. <laughs> So what are you doing first? Erdo would like to cast Onyx, please. Okay. Or cast Onyx. <laughs> cast sending to It's Mr. a new Onyx. spell. <laughs> uh, I say, Onyx, we have delivered the package to Darren. That's it? Yep. Okay. Well, uh, good job, boys. Uh, as soon as you're interested in getting another job, you know where to find me. I'd, uh, Welcome another visit from you. He called us boys. Sounds about right. It's, it's part of his, his dialect. He said he has another job, should we so desire. Okay. That's good to know, in case we get low on cash. I should speak to Tucker's father. Yeah, I wouldn't put the trust in the boy at this point. Yes. Yeah. He is a boy. For he's, real. A, he's a real boy. Yes. I think we did that medicine check at one point. I did not. Me, I, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> he lied to us about everything else. Why not be his gender? We will tell Tucker's father. I do not recall his name Davis. at the moment. Mr. Tugby. Mr. Da- Tugby. Davis. Davis, that his debt should be paid. Mm-hmm. And he can sleep in peace. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Or something. You just tell him whatever you want to tell him. You got this. I I do cast sending to Mr. Davis Togby. Your debt has been paid by the boys. That is the end of my message. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. What? What? How how did that happen? Uh, I'm... Thank you. Uh, thank you. I I don't know what else to say. Do all of those grunts count as words? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any more? <laughs> Make sure you tell him to tell Thalonil to go fuck himself. And then uh, that's about it. 
<laughs> I do not wish to curse Thalanil's future. That's okay. He has done us well. He should go on his way. Okay. Uh, oh, that sounds fine. <laughs> I can message Thalanil. What are you going to tell him? <laughs> <laughs> to go on his way. Okay. I do not wish to message Thalanil. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Thanks for doing that. Oh, that, that. Job completed. You are welcome. So, so is everyone planning on sleeping before we do this? Yes, I, I, I wanted to mess, make sure that uh, it's okay if we go in the morning and, and attempt this. Why the morning? Is there a strategic advantage? Perhaps. Uh, we need to recover from the travels, and so in order to... I can help with that. Oh. Come this way. Okay. And he shows you to one of the bedrooms in the back, and you step in, Ew. turn around, and around the doorway, there's runes uh, glowing etched into the wood of the door frame. I said this is a safe house. If you can't rest and heal quickly, a safe house doesn't do you much good. What the fuck is happening? If you take a... If you spend at least an hour in here sleeping, you'll be ready to go. Oh. All right, all right. Uh, so I, <laughs> I go back and... Um, but you'll have to sleep. Pants on the ground. Pants on the ground. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> like sardines. In we go. Okay. And, and and everyone is able to Yeah. To use this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and this is like a like a ten by twenty room. Okay. This this was this was a nice place back in the day. We can still spoon. So just I, for the effect. I go out and tell the for group, sure. hey, uh, so if we go into this magical room that he has, we can all get a full rest in an hour yes that thing and then we we can go and carry on the mission mm -hmm. i forgot to tell you guys when we were getting our hairs cut i i was still my hunter's mark on the darren i think you said his name was mm -hmm. it seemed like he stopped and he stopped moving um so he must have been he must have got to your parents house they live in a really nice part of town dude yeah we uh we're we have some a little bit of money crime pays well Jeez, I've Sorry. never had a bed for myself, and they have a big house. Why it, did you leave? The things that I found out about my parents and what they're doing uh, did not sit right with me. Mm -hmm. And I set on a course to try to make, uh, try to reverse the things I knew that they were involved in. Okay. You would also recognize him talking about the distance. Um, you know where the barbershop is, having grown up here, and where the barbershop <coughs> is in relation to your parents' house, mm -hmm. and it, it sounds right. Okay. You guys gonna go into the room and get a short slash long rest? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Berg wants I, to quickly uh, walk up to Ari, uh -huh. and he just wants to ask him, I've never seen anything like you before but I get a good sense 
I get a good feeling from you. Thank you. I hope my actions justify that feeling. As far as I've known in my life, all answers come from creation or the created order. You seem to have spoken of gods or Aidens that created this. Can you tell me more? To put it briefly, the created world is truly wonderful. It holds many mysteries and power. But you have to go one more step up. Who is the masterpiece? The carver? Or the thing the carver creates? The Aidens made me. They made this world. I followed them. In this life, we all have to make choices. For my people, it's different. We bear the marks of our choices, of good and evil in our bodies. For others, the marks are born in the world and the people around them. Mark the world with your choices. Change it. Bring balance to the thing the carver has created. The hair that Burke has left kind of like stands up a little bit. <laughs> this is this is a wisdom. Thank you for your hospitality. And he'll kind of walk into the room. All right. Everybody gets a long rest. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, while they're sleeping, you rolled a 21. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and do what you would like to do. Steal all our shit. We're naked now. We have nothing on our persons. Ari changes two more sides of the Nexium compass. Spins a dial. He aims it towards the park. It momentarily glows. He shifts it back and puts it back in the Kaladin's bag. Make a constitution saving throw. (laughs) Kaladin does not wake. Kaladin did not have his sheet open. (laughs) Uh, That would be a 23. Okay. You, uh, when it's finished, when he puts it back in, um, you kind of feel just a, a little rustling, uh, and you wake up just a little bit. If you want to do anything, you can, but R is just kind of there waiting for you guys to wake up. Um, you look around, everybody else is still asleep. So I, I felt him go in my bag. You felt a rustle. You Something kind of woke you up a little bit, but... And you, then when I look, is wake, he right next to me? No, he's, he's kind of off on the corner. He did it really quick, rolled really high. Good morning, or evening, I suppose. You ready? Good eve morning. You feel like you got one of the best rests of your life. Oh, that's fantastic. I feel great. Yeah, it's a pretty great feeling. It's hard to go back to regular sleep after you do it too often. 
You know, I didn't get a chance to ask you with all of your knowledge of these portals. And I pull out the Nexium compass. (laughs) 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 Uh, Do I notice it's in a different place? Uh, Make a perception check. Um, I will say the Nexium compass has always been in and out of my bag of holding. So that is something you should... I don't know if that changes things. Nope. You can get my bag of holding? Yeah. He knows what he wants out of it. He knows what he wants. Uh Uh, So I, I reach in. I was like, do you know anything more about how to engage this device? I've seen it's like before. Um, so do you know any more about how to engage this <laughs> device? <laughs> Very shrewd. Yes. Could you teach me no. how to engage it? No. But I took the liberty of making some alterations. And I look at it. Do I see that it's... Yeah, as he says alterations, he kind of points a little bit. and You notice that it's been... Like another side or two has been completed. Point it towards the park. So as you do, it kind of starts to glow a little bit as it gets closer. So when this is pointed towards a portal, it'll glow? No. Do this portal. This one. This should allow you access out. You didn't mention you had this when we had our plans before. I, I did, just not to you. <laughs> that would be the implication, yes. <laughs> um, this should be able to let you out. Okay. Do I get a sense that he's being truthful? You can roll an inside check. Uh, that'd be 19. Yeah. Yeah, yes. he... he uh, you get like a really... like. You feel like he's full of integrity, honor, sacrifice. Got it. No malicious intent. Is there anything that you can tell me that makes this helpful beyond this moment? And if not, is there anywhere I could go to learn? This seems like an important device since our travels have begun. This has been, this is now the second time this is or would be useful. Hmm. I'd like to know how to use it. Well, it's made by the Empire, that's for sure. The Galactic Empire. No. What empire? Mostly Indian. Such a nerd. It's made by my people. Did you call it the Empire? Yes. Hmm. What else do you call a group of fascists who put down anyone different than them? Daddy. Nice. (laughs) Are we awake? (laughs) They would be about this time, I think. Uh, It's up to you, though. Sure. Okay. I just want to know if Burke hears this, so. I don't know how to answer that question. What do you mean, daddy? Is this a thing with you? (laughs) Is that Uh, why you were spooning Blake? Just a personal, (laughs) just a personal uh, connection. To the Empire, as you call it. So is there anything you could tell me about this? Any more about this? Uh... They made it. It's an attempt to understand planes, but uh, it's, a, it's a clever attempt, but 
Okay. Thank you. So then you would wake up and realize that the moments, you know, kind of come for you to mm. head out to your house. You ready to do this? Can we kill one of them? Just one of them? There's no, this should be a, our objective is to get the key and get out. Yeah, but if they see us, then we kill them. No. Uh, we, we, we tie them up. We knock them unconscious, but we don't kill. Could we Fine, slit yeah. their throat in a way that makes them bleed for a very long time, but maybe doesn't right? Like kill somebody, them. Somebody could that. come heal them at some point, and if they don't, then that's on them for not being healed. No. Okay. What if it's someone who's not a part of your family that happens to be there? Then that's fine. So just your family. Well, my family is off limits. Darren. Darren is not off limits. He is in limits. He's he's within the bounds. I look over at Blake and yeah. I just and I just nod a little just bit. Just give me one, dude. <laughs> just give me one. That was one. Thank you. Now's the time to strike. Now's the time. Let's go. Okay, mm. so you guys you guys take off after your long rest. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're about um, oh. Uh, should we come up with a plan on who's going to be inside, <laughs> who's going to be outside? Yes, we definitely should. Maybe Erdo can smoke a cigar outside and sit there, like, keep watch. I can do this. Can and then um, message us if something's going on. You can send up the thing and talk to us. I think uh, Blake, Finn, and I should be the ones that go inside. Okay. Berg, Berg can... I don't know what would be best or what is in your powers. I know you have a lot of... Shape shifting shift blah 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 blah. Yep. He's got, he can take a blah 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 blah. I know you can turn into a rabbit, a caribou, uh polar bear. Maybe something that makes sense Do you for have this area. That flies like, like a bird or I have a penguin, it does not fly though. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, heart too. <laughs> what about something smaller than an Arctic rabbit? Penguin slash Arctic rabbit would be the smallest two that I can wild shape into. Conjure, I could always conjure a uh, few animals to keep watch for us. Keep watch. What if um, <laughs> you and Berg watch from certain angles and you conjure an animal to watch from another angle so that we have angles covered on the outside while we go inside? It's really all about the angles. You would have to conjure animals and cast speak with animals. That might be too many spell slots, Berg. And then at the same time, turn into an animal. And we should be good that and way. And then we can eat one of those animals. For days, dude. They would just disappear. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fake creature. <laughs> I could stay outside and keep watch. I could message Finn if something happens. Or even jump in if things get worse inside. That would be a good idea. Yeah. And if you need to set your parents' house on fire, I can do this. Um, yes. If they're not in there, you know, that that could happen, but I, I don't see that. But I appreciate the sentiment. The offer will stand. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> was the um, lead for Volg, Nate, was her name Ren? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, can I kind of step aside from the group in a, in a way? and find a bird uh, and cast Animal Messenger. I'm just trying to find a furbolg to give a message to Bren. Okay. What does it say? 
um, it says, I guess I would say my name in like Druidic. So here, I may be a bit delayed in helping you. Headed to Grail? Question mark. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, so you guys get up to the house. Finn and uh, Ari Star make a perception check. Pass without a trace. Okay. Do we add that? Or do no, that's for, that's stealth. for stealth. I mean, everybody can roll stealth too if they want, since he's. Uh... 21. Okay. Nice 15. Okay. Um, you notice. Finn, um, the the mailbox um, that you oftentimes like, you know, you see the mailbox and immediately your mind is triggered to being a little boy, being in your like pajamas, barefoot, running out in the snow, going out to the mailbox, opening it, the snow kind of cascades, falls down. You open it, you grab the mail out, you sh- shut it back, and you run inside before your feet get too cold. You look at that, your memory is triggered back to that. Uh, but this time, as you look at it. Uh, the mailbox is open and there's mail stuffed in it. Looks like nobody's gotten the mail in quite some time. Hmm. Uh, everybody roll stealth check. Add 10. Add 10. Ooh, natural 20. Natural 20. Seriously? Yeah. What's your total? Well, 30. Oh, 40. Oh. Because it's... Pl- holy cow. <laughs> 37. 37. Finn, Finn uh, cast invisibility. With, with <laughs> disadvantage, 25. 25. 40. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 35. Which, 35. What's yours? 33. 33. 27. 27. <laughs> um, Did you roll? Yeah. 35. Oh. All right. So you guys get up and you see the front door. Um, what are you doing? This is just us three right now in the front door. I don't know who's going up to the front door. So Ari. Yeah. Would you, are you hanging back or are you going to come inside with us? If you guys are worried about having a lookout I'm equipped for it okay so me Blake and Kaladin will head in so we go to the door mm-hmm. and first I'm just gonna try try the door uh-huh. is it you go to use the door um, and it's locked okay use your key are there any windows around plenty it's a huge use... gorgeous house okay is there a first level window that's close to the door your home key. Use your yeah. house key, dude. Use your house key. You live here. I'm yeah. going into my bag. Okay. And I'm pulling out the house key. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that I had not thrown out yet. You put it in the door and you hear the deadbolt. And you open. Let's go. Okay. We walk inside. You open the door. (laughs) (laughs) There's this big staircase that as soon as you see it, your mind kind of goes back to memory of you being on this like little wooden plank going down the stairs like kids do and sliding across the the hardwood floor uh, and your dad kind of like laughing with you and your mom making a commotion about the, you know, the floor is going to get scratched with the wood or whatever and your dad kind of winks at you and you come back but this time the the house is dark. It's still and it's quiet. Make a history check for me. Eighteen. Um, you f- you have another one of those memories of kind of overhearing your parents in the den. Your parents would always take visitors to the den um, uh, and have cigars 
uh, there was nice leather couches, um, and you just kind of feel like that's where they always went. That could be a great starting point for me. All right, let's go into the den. Okay. All right. Okay. So okay, we make our go. way towards the den. Okay. So you go in there. Um, you see this big, beautiful desk in the back corner, and you have immediate memories of your dad pouring over paperwork when you were little. A couple different fires on the desk. Uh, you remember him kind of like running his, you know, hands through his, his hair as he's trying to remember and uh, just kind of conduct his business. Uh, you remember your mom would kind of come in with some tea and kind of kiss him on his forehead and walk back out and sh- you kind of come back, see the room as it is now, dusty, vacant, uh, a, a little abandoned. Uh, but you look around and you feel like this is probably the best place to start if you're looking for some sort of key. So I start rummaging through the desk. Okay. Make a an investigation check. Finn, what do you want us to do? Can you check around the outskirts of the room for any? I'm gonna go upstairs. You guys got this. And I look at Blake. Not my parents. Okay. Do you know what his parents look like, Blake? He knows what Darren looks like. I know what Darren looks like. He's the only one I'm looking for. And Kaladin, if you could search around the room, the perimeters. I don't know if there's any hit, hidden. Uh, I start looking <laughs> with my hands. Um, so uh, investigation check, very low. Nine. Okay. Um, you start f- flipping through different things on the desk. Um, you don't find anything. Um, make a perception check. 26. Okay. You kind of slowly close the the drawers of the desk and you kind of lean on the desk a little bit the desk crack just a little you know just from the weight of you settling on it Uh, and you look up uh, there's several bookshelves that you're looking at on the other side of the room Um, and there's just old beautiful books that you're kind of used to seeing your dad was a a bit of a collector he didn't read all of them but he just loved the the aesthetic of old books the leather of the books would sort of match the uh, the you know the, the leather on the couches uh, and you look up and you notice that there's a, a box uh, that your dad was always a little overprotective of, um, top right of the uh, bookshelf in the corner. So I start working, walking. Is towards that where them. I'm at, or uh, you're kind of checking a a different side? I'm checking the top right. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. getting grabbing the box. Okay, so you kind of uh, get up. It's a it's like an eight foot tall. So you kind of like reach your hand. Uh, you feel a little bit. It's this dark wood box almost looks like a jewelry box has like um different uh ornate kind of engravings all around it uh and you open it up and there's these beautiful little gold hinges on the back and you open it there's felt on the inside uh and this little dark marble that has this like blue swirling sort of on the inside uh make a history check 21 um, your mind goes to one of the times that you were uh, kind of overhearing and listening, and then all of a sudden you, um, uh, like, almost like clattering uh, noise in your mind, you hear the marble, marble, key, marble, marble, key, key, marble, key, key, marble, uh, and you feel like it just kind of hits you, it rushes, <laughs> hits your memory pretty quickly. Kaladin. Kaladin, this is the key. This is it. Uh, okay. We should go. 
make a uh, Blake make a perception check for me. Natural twenty. Natural twenty. Nice. So you're um, trying to you head up the stairs. Noticing so, it's all dusty. So to quiet. Check and see where feet marks are. Or something. Yeah, you have this memory of being yeah. a little boy. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you walk up, uh, and as you as you do, uh, you notice this like l- beautiful little like it almost looks like a breakfast nook, um, but it's sort of off on the way. It over it sits through this like really uh, big window mm-hmm. uh, that overlooks the backyard, and right next to the bre- breakfast nook is a um, a dumb waiter, and. With a natural 20, you immediately hear whispers coming from the dumbwaiter, and you walk over, um, and you listen in, and there's um, two people talking. Um, you're getting audio, like there's sound coming up the dumbwaiter, um, and you can kind of hear them hear them talking. Okay, a Google dumbwaiter, or you're going to tell me what that oh, is? Oh, it's like a little elevator for food that yeah. goes up oh, and down the house. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Do I notice to vo- recognize the voices? Um, you do recognize one of the voices as Darren. It's a trebuchet. Oh, it's Darren. Oh, it's he's awake. He's in the food. house. He's somewhere that the that the dumbwaiter is connected to. Okay. Um, I head. I rush quietly down the stairs. Okay. Back to the office. So you go back to the stairwell and there's this long banister and you Mm -hmm. kind of sit on the banister and use your hands to get just the right friction and you slide down as to not make any cracks Mm -hmm. as you step down the steps. Uh You go around and you kind of slide through into the room and Uh you see them. He's got this beautiful box and he's holding this this marble and he says to Calvin, this is the key. We got to go. Darren's here and he's awake with somebody else. What about, did you hear my parents? I I don't know what your parents sound like. He's talking to somebody. It's, Wouldn't it's, it be good not to engage your parents right now? Sound came up to dumbwaiter. It's yes. in the house. It's a thing that moves food. What I, is it? A dumbwaiter. Oh, a dumbwaiter. Yeah, of course. I know a dumbwaiter. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's you my guys. House. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm from a <laughs> fucking treehouse in the middle of the no- wood. Swamp. You didn't have a dumbwaiter. No, sw- no dumbwaiter. We used a bucket with a rope. Oh, we were <laughs> sorry. That was just normal for us. Okay, great. It's like a proto. You would remember that your dumbwaiter it, uh, it basically goes through the cellar, the kitchen, and this little breakfast nook upstairs. Um, so. So you heard it upstairs, Blake. I heard the voices coming through the... the so are they down here on so this they, level? They either are on our level in the kitchen or they're in the cellar. Okay, do we need to engage them or should we leave? I feel like we should leave. I think we should just go. Let's go. If they see us, we have to kill them. And you don't want me to kill your moms or your dads, so... But I also don't know what happened to my mom and dad. It looks like this place has been... Like they haven't been living here. Well, if you want to engage them, folk, I am down for that. Okay. Why don't we put the key in the bag of holding? Or we can give the key to someone outside. Let's bring in the rest of the party for this. Actually, I like that. Mm-hmm. I'll okay. go outside. I'll go outside and get the peoples. You take out and where, where is the... Check the kitchen first, and then if they're not in the kitchen, where's the cellar? The cellar is... Is it through the kitchen? There's some stairs. Oh, yeah, there's, there's a... <laughs> <laughs> it would take you back to your childhood memory. Uh, uh, yeah, there's DM on, the me, cellar that go. I remember <laughs> is... You, you have to climb into the dumbwaiter. <laughs> on that note, 
Uh, there is a set of stairs that you, there's just kind of like a, a door that looks a little bit like a closet um, and you would open it and it would be these stone stairs going down into the cellar. Uh, but also on that note, there the dumbwaiter is large enough. Uh, it's a pretty big uh, mm-hmm. dumbwaiter, so uh, somebody it, it it easily fit you as a kid. Uh, when you would have friends over, you'd kind of get in it and go up and down and play around with it. Um, but there's enough room for an adult too. We can either use the dumbwaiter or there's some. Stairs yeah, we're not right going to fit that. So there's some stairs here. Stairs over there. Yes. And check I the kitchen. The Catch the kitchen. Where am I good them? You check the set kitchen. If they're not in there. Head towards the stairs, and we'll come back and meet you there, and we'll all go down. Okay. Maybe send somebody. Maybe we can send Berg in the dumbwaiter. Yeah, because we well we need because we need Berg to talk. Dumb. We as need a, him as to a talk. Yeah, it's the eight foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a bear now. Yeah. No, 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 no. Just I'm kidding. I'm eight feet tall. Yeah. yeah. Have him go sounds, in as a rabbit. Like a rational choice. And come out as a bear. <laughs> Send in a, a rabbit, rabbit as like food. I'm like, oh, food's here. And then the rabbit jumps out, <laughs> and we're all confused <laughs> by that. And, and we then sneak he turns into a bear. And we kill them all. I could do that. Rabbit to bear. All right. All right. I'll go get him. Kaladin, I just wish to get answers on where my parents are or what they've done with my Okay. Do you want something specific by telling me that or? I'm just telling you. My motives, just so you know not to... In case you die, I can speak well at your funeral about what you were intending in the world. And also so that <laughs> you don't just kill the people that we're encountering. Got it. That we Noted. get answers from them. We go outside to get everybody. Okay, all right, so you guys go so outside. we all come in. Yeah. We sneak towards the kitchen. Okay, so what do you... Uh, every, who's going to listen through the the dumbwaiter? Well, I think they're going to peek in the kitchen. Is there anybody in the kitchen? Oh, we're in the kitchen. I would imagine. Not you don't in, have to we're do not everything in the, the kitchen. Waiter. We're peeking in the kitchen. Like peeking the, in. Yep. I, I need to let height. the I need to help the rogue know how to sneak <laughs> through a house. Hello, hello. Um, I got a forty. <laughs> you, uh, you, there's nobody in the kitchen. Yeah, okay. yeah. So they're in the cellar. All right. Is the party coming in yet? Uh, is the party in? Okay. Mm-hmm. So you go up I've to already that. informed him outside that we're just going to go in there and kill everybody. So be ready. Form Berg, you want him as a rabbit being delivered down. Yes, yes, you're going to be a rabbit being delivered down the dumbwaiter. Do we need to go to them or can we draw them out? Everybody's looking at me for an answer. No, I'm just... Oh, just everybody's can, looking at me. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> we could draw them out. Yeah. Maybe a fire? I mean, um, I, I'm just imagining... This whole party. Finn was explicit not to set his house on fire. Berg wild shapes into a bunny when Blake tells him to do that. Perfect. I could create an illusion um, that I don't want the whole party going down a set of stairs coming out towards waiting people. Yeah. Sounds like a really stupid idea. Well, I'd be good. Well, you're our planner, dude. So, what is your idea? Well, I just asked a question. Should we draw them out? Yes. Okay. How are we, we going to do that? Our so, star said he can create an illusion. So that sounds like an option. Create an illusion of Finn and have him appear at the bottom of the stairs and then have the illusion. Walk back up the stairs. Run up uh-huh. the stairs. That's a great idea. And we'd be waiting when he come up. Well, let's take some defensive positions. Let's not all be crowding around here. Okay. Let's, let's take yep. some strategic positions. I like maybe back. you can get, are we in a, uh, like an open. Can we like see a floor a plan? And we have to on. log into another website to see this. Dumbwaiter bunny. No. Is there a way? We just want to know. I want to. I'm looking. DM. Around the room, are there high positions? Are there places that we can spread out? Uh, yeah, it's about like a ten foot ceiling up. Um, can you see the stairwell from upstairs? 
can you see the stairwell from upstairs? The cellar door. Like, are the, are the stairs leading upstairs. upstairs viewable from, like, if I climb the stairs or Blake oh, climbs the, the stairs? from the balcony? From the balcony. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, I'll yeah. go up there. I'll take... I'll it's go a good there. idea. Um, so what are you guys doing? Well, well that's... Uh, yeah, I'll stand behind Finn and Kaladin. Blake's going up. Mm-hmm. Casters... Are you going bunny into the... Uh, uh, yeah, I, I was told that I was going down a dumbwaiter as well, a bunny, a bunny so I wild-shaped into a bunny, assuming that I was going to be sent down you're as in the a dumb, dumbwaiter? bunny. Okay. He's not in, oh, the, he's dumbwaiter not in the dumbwaiter. No, he's just a bunny. No one's put me there. But I don't you're, know. You're a bunny. I was, I was told that was <laughs> the plan. You're, a, you're an Arctic hare. You're not a bunny. <laughs> I was changed. told that was the plan. Bunnies okay. are cute. Arctic hares are massive. So what, what are you guys doing? My intention um, is to stay within viewing distance of the top stair of the stairwell and prepare sacred flame. Uh, the stairwell going down to Correct. the so, cellar, yes. and you're preparing to take your Yes. Are Taking you able to cover uh, if possible? Are you able to call spiritual weapon? Well, I guess you can attack when you call it as a bonus action. It's a bonus anyway, action, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand. Is there a place by the door to where I can hide when they come up and then grab someone? Uh, you could kind of stand like right next to the door. Yeah. And the door swings out. Yeah, you could be on the other side. Okay, I'm gonna be there. Okay. Berg, we may need your strength if you can not be a bunny. That would be advantageous. <clears throat> I just say that, and then I, I ready. My, I just kind of get behind, you know, some furniture and, and ready my, okay, my bow. So, Put are on, you guys drawing them up? I'm. I'll take care of it. Okay. Is someone putting the hair into the chute? Do you want the hair to go down? I don't the think chute? it needs to go in the chute anymore. I think we're drawing them out. Berg okay. will hop down. Towards the front of the door as the bunny. That's okay. actually pretty great. All right, so um, another Finn appears next to Finn. Okay. He nods to Finn and then walks down the stairs silently. Creepy. And I kind of angle myself so I can see as best I can. And he just walks into the cellar. Uh, I'll kind of go halfway down the stairs so I can kind of like look and see. Okay. Can What do I see down in there? Uh, make... What was your stealth check? Uh, it was a... Uh, 27. 27, thank you. Okay, so you you walk down, and um, immediately you see uh, two men, kind of uh, each on either side. You see a door in front of you, and there's a red glow coming from the, the backside of the um, stairwell. Wait, so there's two men, and then behind them there's a red glow? No, so like you're coming down like this, and there's two men right in front of you, uh-huh. and then there's a glow coming from this way, from behind the stairwell going down. It looks as if you can go backwards. Oh, like you I can see. go down, make a U-turn, and go back there, and there's something red coming from over there. Right, but I can't get to the red without going past those guys. Correct. Okay, so I'll uh, cast Minor Illusion as well that makes a sound of like mumbling and talking and like okay. a creaking stare okay. to try to get their attention so they will turn and see not Finn. So as soon as you do that, uh, they say, oh, what is that? And the guy, uh, you see the feet. Because you're not down low enough mm-hmm. to see the yeah. faces, but you see his feet. He turns around. And so how far did you put down the fake Finn? Uh, within like five or ten feet. Of them? Yeah. Probably and then next to the And then Finn, I want to have not Finn basically like go like, ah! Oh! Like big hands, okay. <laughs> like very not sneaky, okay. And then look scared, and then turn and have him run up the stairs. All right. So the one is gonna say, "It's the boy. Get him. Get him." And uh, and he's gonna chase him back up. And I'm gonna backpedal up the stairs too. All right, so what did everybody have prepared? 
I had two arrows. I had a bite attack. Sacred flame. Okay. I have my swords out. Okay. Yes, My longbow. This is gonna be a surprise attack for him. <laughs> so let me get his character. It's, it's your dad. And you get a free action. And you get a free action. It's the boy. Um, when you come up. Do you know what his dad looks like? You do, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we would need you to tell us pretty quickly if it's his dad coming up or not. I imagine Finn would tell you pretty quickly, too. You want to do what? Yeah, the, the two people I saw, I only saw the bottom of their feet. So when they come up to us, that'll be our first chance to see them. That'd be the first thing you do. I'm like, I'm like ready to, I'm, I'm swords out, bro. Jason, can he do an attack and a bonus action in a surprise round? It's a full round, right? Like- so there's not a surprise round technically. It is they are surprised as the condition, which means that you get to go. Uh, so we basically roll initiative, and on their turns, they do nothing. Okay. Okay. So we'll just go in order. I'm not going to roll initiative yeah. yet. So, so yeah, you get your full we'll range go, of actions we'll is a short answer. Starting with you, and okay. we'll go clockwise. Okay. So what are you doing? I'm going to uh, cast. Are they up there? Yeah, so the guy comes up. Uh, Which one is it? Is it Darren or is it somebody else? Uh, it is Darren. Okay, yeah, I'm going to cast Ensnaring Strike. Okay. And shoot him with my longbow. Regular okay. shot has to not try to kill him. Okay, roll the hit. 20. Um, that's going to hit. Okay, so it deals 1d8 plus 4 plus a d6 for Ensnaring Strike. Um, 8 damage. And you have to make a strength check of 13 or higher. Let me, I'm trying to get his character sheet up really quick. All right. Uh, say those again. What do I need to do? Eight damage. Okay. 13 or higher strength check. Seven. So he, now he is ensnared. Okay. Um, uh, writhing mass of thorny vines appears at the point of impact, and the target must get a strength check. Blah, 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 blah. Larger creature has advantage on the saving throws. While resistant spell, the target takes 1d6 piercing damage at the start of each of its turns. A creature is restrained by the vines, or one that can touch the creature can use its action to make a strength check against your spell save DC. Okay. If I hit him, does it break that? Nope. So I can just... He's he's tied up. Lay in at advantage. Until he beats a strength check. Greg is going to bite his ankles as a bunny. Okay. (laughs) That's a 16 and a 23 to hit. Those hit. That is two points of piercing damage. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Kaladin. Um, Is is there another guy? I just watched him ensnare someone. Is there someone behind him? Uh, Make a perception check. Natural 20. Uh, No one's running up the stairs. Okay. Um, So then I'm going... um, Our intent is to kill this dude, right? Make your turn. It's your claim, but your turn. Um, I'm attacking. No one said anything about it. Is, res- is he restrained or grappled? It's not your dad. He's restrained. You get advantage on the attacks. Go ahead. Because he's restrained. Okay. That was awesome. So seven. 14 to hit on the first one. Misses. Uh, 26 to hit in the second. Hits. Um, and then uh, mechanics. 14 was with advantage? Yes. Okay. Mechanics question. Um, if I want to kick somewhat somebody... <laughs> Is that an action, or can it be a bonus action, or is it one of my attacks? It's one of your multi-attacks. It's one of my multi-attacks. It's to push. Wonderful. Um, Or a shove. Does 15 hit? No. Um, Well, then I'm only going to get one attack on him. Okay. Uh, And then we're going to go, that'll be eight 
points of damage. Okay. That's it. Then. Can I go up to? I want to go up to him and I want to uh, just choke him. Okay. Go grapple, I guess. Yep. Well, he's already. He's restrained. He, he wouldn't need to check for a grapple. Right, how would he's we do? Restrained. How would you do choking? Are you trying to? I want like, to hurt knock him. him. Say it again. You trying to hurt him? I want to knock him unconscious. Uh, so. You could do constricting damage, which would be like a type of force damage with like a strength check. Or if you're trying to choke him out, unfortunately, rules as written means that he can hold his breath for one minute plus uh, his constitution bonus. Also, uh, you'd be in the way. So, like three okay. minutes. I, I would probably take advantage away if, like, you have advantage from his thing, but you're putting your body right. right in front of him, so that would make it hard for everyone else. Or Anthony right. could just make him make a I'll constitution just my, save I just throw my daggers or something. And Finn hasn't trained in Brazilian oh, jiu-jitsu. Now no, but I'm not trying to kill him, and I said that before. That's what we talked about. Uh, so I, I throw my my dagger. Okay. No, I don't hit. Do you want to throw both? You you have advantage. And you have advantage. Uh, no, I, I I got. You just want to throw one. You can throw the other one. It's okay. I I pass. Okay. Erdo. Is was there only one person that seemed to be running up the stairs? Correct. Erdo is not doing anything. Can I do something other than what I held? I mean, you held it. Um, I would like to cast Bless on my allies instead. Okay. Yes, I will do that. To Finn. I cannot see Berg. Finn, the Alistar, and Kaladin. That's 1d4 added. Correct. To our attacks or our... Uh, checks attack, and blesses, attacks. Checks, checks and attacks. attacks. Yeah. You're up. Um... Elders blast. Okay. Let's go. I knew we were gonna kill this guy. I would have shot him a couple times. Uh, Twenty-three on the first one. Hits. And fifteen on this next one. Misses. Misses. Okay, so one. Just three points of damage. Okay. Um, that brings us back to the top of the round. See, now he knows we're serious. Now you can do whatever you want. You want to talk to him? You want uh, to talk we're gonna, feelings? We're going to keep this order. Go ahead. Oh, we're not trying to talk to this guy? And I'm going to lose two arrows with sharpshooter at uh, advantage because he's restrained. Roll the hit. Okay. That was a five on the first. Mm. And a 13 on the second. Both missed. Yep. I wasn't blessed. Because you take a d6 of damage at the beginning of every turn. Because he technically had a turn that he couldn't do anything. Six. Okay. Rubel, you're up. I just don't know your character name. Thomas, go. That's another bite attack from the bunny. That's a 22 to hit. Uh, hits. Another point of piercing damage. <laughs> All right. Kaladin. I'm going to look at Finn. And he looks worried because we're attacking this guy. And so I look at the guy. I just look at Finn and I say, what What do you want to do here? Um, and I... Um, can I kick this guy prone and will it keep ensnaring? Is so nice. Oh, I would <laughs> say if he kicks him prone, he's probably gonna fall down the stairs prone, 
and be out of ensnaring? No, I'm not facing the stairs. I'm, on the, I'm trying to kick him on the floor. Oh, okay. We already have but a damage. Yeah. I mean, basically, you're pushing him out of the affected area. Yeah. Yeah, so but then he, he also has to get up. Yeah. And we could have, you know, a giant bunny bear sit on his chest. I mean, heck, we could kill him and then do healing word with someone sitting on his chest and it's true. make friends. What are you doing? Uh, I guess I'm not going to do anything. Sparta, dude. All right, so I kick I'll him. Go. I kick him. <laughs> I kick him. Okay, go ahead and roll the hit. Um, I don't even know what you add to kick. So uh, strength. Uh, strength. That's seven. Uh, d- it doesn't hit. Um, I'm putting him in between the two of you for his oh, initiative order. Um, what does he need? He needs to roll a strength check. What am I beating? Thirteen. Natural twenty. Perfect. So he gets out. Um, who you are right next to him, right? Uh, mm-hmm. The bunny's right and the next bunny. To him. All right, so he's gonna kick the bunny. Um, ele- uh, sixteen to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Four points of force damage. The bunny dies. Okay, and, and then you. He, come. he basically kicks the bunny, and Berg, the eight foot Berg, kind of comes up, and I'm assuming would be prone. Okay. Um, he's gonna attack you. That definitely hits. It's over twenty. Um. He grabs a short sword and pulls it out at you. That's going to be... Um, seven points of slashing damage. To Berg. To Berg, yep. Uh, Fend you're up. All right, so... He's attacking now, so if that changes your... Yeah, I'll just roll... I'll pull out Viesa and my longbow, and I'll just shoot out him. Natural 20. Yeah, uh, hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Incapacitated, still correct? He is out of the grapple. Okay. Or the snaring strike. I am going to cast Sacred Flame on him. That is a dexterity 16 saving throw. Fails. That is 10 points of radiant damage. Okay. Anything else? That is my turn. Okay, he's looking pretty pretty beat up at this point as the... <laughs> it hits him. Oh, what did you cast? Sacred uh, Flame, sacred right? Sacred Flame, yes. Yeah, so I'm imagining you would do fire, right? Sacred fire. Sacred fire. Sacred fire. Yeah, yeah, sacred fire. So it hits him and he kind of uh, falls back a little bit and he's kind of looking a little like uh, hunched over, uh, hurt. Uh, Quickened Eldritch Blast and regular Eldritch Blast. Okay. What? So that's four rays with advantage still? No, he's out. He broke out for. Okay, that's right. Uh, Yeah. First one misses. Second one's like 28, 6. Third one is natural 20. And then the next one is like a 25. So there's three hits, but then one of the crits, so that's basically 40, 10 from my cantrip. <laughs> sorry, from that, my cantrip. Sorry, that was unwarranted, but I'm really happy with myself. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's see, we got 
seven, twelve, twenty-six points of force damage. Uh, how would you like to do that? <laughs> um, I'm gonna knock him right in the jaw, and he's gonna do one of those like flips and lands on his back. Okay. Uh, so you guys all watch as these. Uh, and, and, and when you four look at it, it reminds you of when um, Arugula used to do this. But these, you know, crackling um, streams of energy just <laughs> nails and he falls down. Uh, you guys are out of initiative order for the time being. The first thing Berg would do is stand up, hit with grab his staff, and hit detect magic. Uh, how far is that? Thirty feet, and he's gonna walk around. So right, it's a so ten-minute spell that, um, or it lasts for ten minutes, and anything that's within thirty feet of me, I sense the magic. Who has the key, the marble? I think Fen does. does. So that goes off, and something downstairs goes downstairs goes off. What's the type of magic downstairs? I'd, uh, walk, I'd walk towards it. The same thing, abjuration, I think. Okay. Yeah. I would say that to the group. Okay. Uh, what are the rest of you guys doing? I go up to the uh, uh, the person, the Darren, and I I start looking through his rummage and see if he had any notes or anything on him. Uh, so make an investigation check. Twelve. Um, you're going through his pockets, um, but you kind of keep glancing down the stairs to uh, try to see what's going on in your. Uh, you don't really find much on his person. Do you want to ask him questions? Yes. All right. Blake, if you'd be so kind to put an arrow at this corpse. Oh, of course I will. I put my knee on him and I cast Cure Wounds. Uh, make a make a strength check with advantage. Okay. Because I'm super good at strength. Is he deciding how much he- healing he gets to? Cure Wounds gives a certain amount of mm-hmm. healing back, HP back. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, 14. I rolled it one. Okay, perfect. Uh, so I put, I'm, I'll just say... No. Okay, he has 11 hit points now. <laughs> I'm, I'm good at what I do, apparently. Uh, and I've got my knee on him. He, lo- he opens his eyes. Blake has an arrow. I'm like, hi. You're going to sit very still and answer this man's questions, or this not-as-nice man, pointing to Blake, will kill you again. And I know you know what that feels like now. Think carefully. Finn? Where are my parents? You're gonna die just like they are. I smack them. I take out my swords. Roll the hit. Or don't roll the hit, just give yeah. the damage. There's no damage, it's just like, hey, I said be nice. <laughs> just smack you will answer his questions. You said like they are are they alive right now? They're on their way to death. Where are they? Let me go and I'll show you. I cut his ear off. <laughs> so he starts screaming. I take my arrow, my arrow from him and I point it at the door. Downstairs? Yep. Okay. Because you, as you look down mm-hmm. there, uh, somebody you, just you notice somebody yeah, yeah. definitely just looked up. Mm-hmm. You're going you're gonna to shoot If I see them? somebody, I'm going to shoot you them. You see yeah, yeah. them. Okay. Or roll oh, it shoot. Oh, shoot. That's the guy on the table. <laughs> 18? Uh, 18 heads. <laughs> okay. Moonwalk down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> the, the magical source. It no, was away no, from that not mine, area. 16. Down there. 16 damage. Uh, okay. Good shot. Um, and as soon as he gets hit, <clears throat> and he 
steps back a little bit and you lose line of sight. Okay. What are you saying to the man? I'm okay. saying, where are my parents? Say it in his other ear, Finn. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, I go to the other side. That, that, that's the, my bad ear. <laughs> I go to the other side and I said, where are my parents? You're or you'll lose it. Anyway, what does it matter? You don't know what I'll do. You're going to kill me anyway. I can make it last longer. I can make you suffer. Uh, roll an intimidation check. I cut a finger off. <laughs> God. This is on you. Just tell us what you want to know. Nine. We'll cut part, body parts Roll the advantage because you just cut the dude's finger off. <laughs> wow. Nine. <laughs> can, can I help him out with uh, something? Yeah. No, uh, he has blessed too. Oh. That's true. Yeah, you Nine you plus four. Do? Oh, that's D4. 13. What do you want to do? 13. Uh, oh. Uh, my eyes glow and two flaming incorporeal wings sprout out my back and suffuse with radiant glory. Whoa. Okay. Uh, it's, you're trying it's to... It's a racial ability. Yeah. <laughs> you're trying to contribute to the intimidation. Yeah. Where oh, it's, just, it it's just like, speak. Can we just say my... Cutting his finger off should also contribute to his intimidation. <laughs> he got advantage, yeah. He's got advantage. 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 And still, nine it's, is the fact. <laughs> it's I've like gotten. stacks on stacks on 13, stacks. 13, so it's 13 with the... Okay, the so he twice. just says, I'm downstairs. Downstairs. You can't get it over with. But, Blake, can you... Who's that? What's He's up? already downstairs, so he just walked towards the door. I cut another finger off. Okay. Screaming. Mm-hmm. Berg walks through the door. You're gonna walk down to the cell. I'm, I'm already down there. Okay, we'll get to you in a second. Um, and I, I just ask him, are that my parents are both downstairs? Yes. And then I, I just motion to Blake to finish him off. All right, do I believe him? Hold on, do I believe him? Do I believe him? Yes, you believe him. You're gonna finish him uh, off. Yeah, I was shooting arrows through his neck hole. Okay. That's a 16. Do I roll yes. disadvantage because he's prone or? No, no. Okay. He's right there. 16. Uh, 10 plus another four. You only had 11. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, that took 20 seconds. So 6, 12, 18. I'm gonna have three rounds if you get into combat without help again. Okay. Okay. So you go downstairs. Um, you I had cast the detect magic, and I kind of like walked towards it. Then I heard uh, the guy say that they're downstairs, and so I just kind of started looking for okay, okay, find a person. Uh, just twenty-one hit. Yeah. Okay, you're an initiative, just you and the guy. Um, let's see. Yeah, where did he tell me he put that potion on his person? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you take, um, 11 points of piercing damage from a bow. Uh, it's your turn. What are you doing? I'm going to cast conjure animals and four polar bears are going to show up in front of me. Okay. And attack the guy. Okay. They're smaller polar bears, but... (laughs) They're little baby polar bears. Baby pandas. Half, half CR level. Um, <laughs> Not actually polar bears, they're albino pandas. <laughs> uh, so it's multi-attack, 
on the polar bears, so that's eight attacks. Panda bears? So there's a uh, 22 and a 6. 22 hits? Fourteen and a eleven. Both miss. Natural twenty hits and nice. a fifteen. Misses. Natural twenty and a fourteen. Nice. So two crits and a regular hit. Go ahead and roll them. Okay. It says five. five die basically. Yeah. So that's 21 points of piercing. Actually, so 11 points of piercing damage and 10 points of slashing damage. Okay. So um, he lets go of that arrow, and as soon as he does, these um, fey uh, polar bears kind of um, come out of nowhere. They just materialize and, and they just start mauling him in a like a. They're just crowding around him. Um, so it's his turn. Uh, he's going to try to. Um, their armor class? Hmm. Uh, 11. Okay, I rolled an 11. Rolled a 1. And rolled an 18. So, 2 hit. Okay. Uh, 10 points of slashing damage uh, to one of your polar bears. Okay, it's still up. Okay, uh, it's your turn. That, that was round 1. Uh, the polar bears are going to all attack again. So... 22 and that misses. Uh, both those miss. 23 and 17. Both of those hit. Both those hit. I've lost track. Is that three? That's three. That's okay. three. Uh, 19 and 14. Hits, misses. Okay, so four total. Four regular. Seventeen points, okay. and then Berg is going to. Maintaining concentration on that. Uh, he is going to cast Cure Wounds on himself. Okay. And that will be his turn. Okay. Uh, so for his turn, he's going to swipe at your polar bears again. Hits. We'll wait until. Misses. Hits. Um, so another 10 points of slashing damage to the same polar the bear. One, it drops. Okay. So there's three now. Uh, that was round two, last round before your friends can come down. He's put 54 points of damage on so far. So, 16, that's a 20. Hit. Like natural? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Uh, unnatural. Another unnatural at uh, 17. <laughs> okay, those hits, so that's three. 21 and 15. So that's four. And 19 and 18. Both of those hit six six rolls from you. Dang. Twenty-two points of piercing. And from all those? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and then get more. Berg will try and hit him with the. Uh, uh, totem of the Salura Vast. Okay. Seventeen plus 
Roll a d20. So, 19 to hit. Hits. And that's another uh, six points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Um, Blake, you're up. Yeah, I'm going to come down to stairs, and what do I see down there? Uh, you see four polar bears mauling, three polar bears mauling some guy in the corner. Okay, I'm going to yell back to the group up top and say, Hey guys, the polar bears are back! And I'm going to shoot at the guy in the corner, two arrows. Okay, roll the hit. Okay. Uh, 20. Hits. 13. Uh, misses. 15 damage. Okay. Two of that being necrotic. All right. Calvin, you're up. I'm, uh, I'm going to go down the stairs. Uh, how, how, what's the distance to the dude? Um, it's like 20 feet. Okay, I'm going to go up to him. Okay. And, uh, I'm There's going... polar bears all around him, though, so... But I can get around them? They're so not attacking me, right? He's in a corner, and the polar bears are, like, right on him. And I haven't got a turn yet, so we talked about what we get. So I'll come down. Do I have line of sight? Mm-hmm. I'll lose two I'm, arrows. I'm imagining you're like you could be up on the stairs a little bit and kind of angle down. That's where I stay. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, then I'm going to do uh, two arrows. That will be a... Is that hot? That will be a uh, 12 to hit. Misses. And a 26 to hit. Hits. And then that's going to be... Uh, eight points of damage from the longbow. Nice. Okay, Finn, I, you're up. I run straight down and um, into the cellar. And do I notice anything other than the polar bears and the one individual? Mm-hmm. And do I notice the individual? Does he look familiar? You to me? know that the door that's facing the stairwell, like when you come down, there's a door, is a cellar for wine and ale and stuff like that behind it. And you know behind you is a furnace that heats the house. And you notice this red glow, and you just immediately assume it's coming from the furnace behind the stairs. Okay. So I'm I'm loosing. Uh, do you uh, recognize the guy? Do I recognize the guy at all? No. Okay. I loose an arrow. Uh, the... Actually, make a history check. Thinking about you. Uh, 18. It's your uncle. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the guy's a jerk. <laughs> um, he's. Uh, you kind of stretch your memory, and you remember he's just kind of one of the guys that you uh, remember keeping an eye on. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna loose uh, loose an arrow from Viesa, but his face is starting to get mauled, and you're like, I think that's the guy. <laughs> 20, 21 to hit. Definitely hits. And that's gonna be. You get sneak attack too. Oh, what's the po- because of the polar? Uh huh. You remember he ran the Black Alliance uh, dogfighting club? <laughs> and he's, a, he's a piece of crap. Twenty eight. How do you want to do it? Um, I just wanted to. Like, go right over the polar bears and into his mouth. Okay, so you line it up perfectly, and you're just this, like, it's not maybe like a hatred, but just like, you know, your sense of justice just wells up in your chest, and your heart starts to beat a little bit, and you squint your eyes, and you let go of that arrow, and it finds the perfect line, um, and it follows, it's like almost right behind Kaladin's arrow. Kaladin, bam! And yours just kind of knocks him out, goes right through, and he's uh, down on the ground. Uh, you guys are out of initiative order. <sighs> okay. I rush immediately to go into the the cellar door. Mm-hmm. I'll follow him. Um, I yeah. will as well. 
I'm going to run and pick up my arrow and then follow him. <laughs> Priorities. Uh, so you, you check the, the cellar door, and you remember that it's it's a weird – you have kind of have to pick the door up a little bit. It's old. So you pick it up, and you open it. Um, <laughs> lining the walls down this long cellar are, um, you know, sort of like uh, like uh, shells of wine where the bottles are kind of angled inward. Jackpot. And there's a couple uh, barrels uh, that you know would be filled with ale. Jackpot. Uh, just for the – for the house, um, and on the far end, uh, sort of like dimly lit in the back, um, you see two people like laying on the ground. There's more in here, guys. So, so I rush up. <laughs> wait, Do Blake, I, wait. Can I can I notice who they are? Uh, from where you are, make a perception check. Twenty-one. Uh, the outlines and the shapes of the body look a lot like your parents. I think these are my parents. Shoot them. Um, go. No. I'm going to run up to them. Daddy? You're going to do what? I'm, I'm running towards them. Uh, you get up to them, and as you're looking at them, they are bruised, bloodied, barely conscious. They are really <clears throat> hurt and torn apart. Cleric. Friend. And are you... Healing. Yeah, I, I look at them. I first try to speak with them. I, I shake them. Mm -hmm. do, uh, do, do they stir at all? Uh, as you shake, uh, your dad's head just kind of turns over. And as as you do, you just see kind of some blood pouring out of the side of his mouth. Um, and he takes one point of blood. So, and you killed him. <laughs> <laughs> I turn, I, I run back. And I, neck. I run back. Help. Does any, can anyone heal, heal them? They're hurt. Can anyone heal them? Erdo comes downstairs. Bird. Cast mass yeah. healing word. Nice. And, uh -huh. and they heal. Uh, let's see. It's 1d4 plus 5. Uh, make a perception check, Ari Star. Nice. Berg and the polar bears are just following into the room. That is nine <laughs> points of healing upon almost 42. everyone. How much? Nine. Nine points. Uh, Ari Star, as you're looking at them, um, you see like the type of laceration, the shape, the like. It looks like a certain kind of. Um, torture that had been done to them and you've seen this before mm. people who try to stand up against the black line and take a stand get this kind of torture you always you've seen bodies leaving different buildings around the city that have this sort of shape of like manglement and scar and bruise and cut and okay. so you look at that immediately and think they did something to stand up against the black line yeah i'll relay that to finn i'll, I'll tell you you should be proud of your parents they fought back. How can, I think how they can, want out. How can you tell? This is torture. You don't torture those who work with you, but those who work against you. That changes my perception of what I... Mine as well. ...thought of him. Finn, I... My time's coming short. I can feel eyes upon me. I've gotten too involved. I'm going to need to retreat. I can take your parents to safety. Please. If you need to speak to them, do it now. So I go to my parents. You look at them in the um, Erdo's <laughs> prayer, right? Um, as he kind of finishes uttering these um, celestial words, Erdo opens his eyes. Uh, and you see some of the purple and red discoloration around their face begin to kind of fade into their darker complexion. The bruises around their eyes begin to sort of recess back 
and their their typical facial structure begins to like be recomposed back to how it usually is. Um, they're still out of breath and they're still like, their eyes are a little kind of, they haven't fully recovered, but their body is starting to come back into consciousness. Uh, and so they look at you um, and he, your dad kind of like reaches his hand out very gently and he puts it on your cheek. Uh, and he says, Finn, my boy. And the tear starts to come down his cheek. Who did this to you? The man I used to work for. Is it Norlorn? You know him. I think I'm on a path to destroy him. Don't get tangled up with him, son. I have people that will assist me. What? I, I have Aristar here, and he's going to keep you and and Mother safe, and look out for you. I this whole time I thought that you were involved with the Black Line because for greed and and power. As you say that, he closes his eyes. Uh, you hit a nerve. Is how did you get involved? I only wanted what was best for you. <laughs> I just wanted to provide for our family. And these men said that I could make more money and care for you and your mother, unlike anything I could have. <coughs> Still set on this path, I, I am going to go and face Norlorn and make him pay for what damage he has done to our house. I thought that my parents did not exist anymore once I found out you guys were involved with the Black Line. And seeing what they've done to you has altered my, my views. And but I, I think I need to set this straight. We were lost. We were lost. And I think you found us. It saved us. And with that, his head kind of falls back a little bit. And he, you just kind of get the impression that it was, he, it took everything out of him to have that conversation as his body's starting to be recomposed, the color's starting to come back into his skin. Uh, but he kind of pulls his head back and falls down a little bit. And at that, I I think I turn around because I, I think the feelings inside me are welling up so much that I, you know, I, I can't say anymore. Mm -hmm. And I just turn to Aristar and I say, you promise you'll look after them for me? As long as I can. I'll take them to the safe house and work on something more long-term. I appreciate your one on the year of knowing can contact me. Okay. I thank you for all your help. Um, and 
I'll let you know when we return. Of course. Do you grab the bodies and help them up? Yeah. Actually, what I'll do is I'll just reach down, staff in hand, hand on both of them, and there's a swirl of light, and we teleport away. Star and your parents are gone. You guys are left in this cellar. Quietness, dust settles. The echoes from the battle have kind of left just this void, this empty sound in the cellar. Pretty dim. What do you guys do? I just walk up to Finn and put my hand on his shoulder. And I just say, The stories of our fathers seem to always be more complicated than we first thought. I hope you find more peace than you had when we walked in this house. I did, brother. Thank you. We do this with you. The next steps are steps we take together, not you alone. And I take my hand off and walk out of the cellar. Do you guys all take off from the house? Bird kind of just sits back and says, I and all of creation are with you. I don't have anything eloquent to say. <laughs> but let's go fuck up Norlon. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> As I walk out of the cellar, do I see the box that we delivered? Uh, you do. Yeah, uh, it's, I, it's sitting off to the side, actually near the, the dumbwaiter. I go pick it back up. Okay. And say, gentlemen, would you like to know what's in the box? God, yes. <laughs> oh, sure. Um, <laughs> and so we open the box. So you take out one of your short swords and you trace it along the edge. Uh-huh. Uh, and you open the first two and the second two flaps. Uh, and you look in, kind of hard to see at first, so you angle the, the box a little bit from the glow of the furnace, uh, and you see dismembered parts of the red man who attacked you guys at the tavern back in Turek, and that's where we'll end the session. Hell Holy shit! First and foremost, I just want to thank you for listening to our podcast and also give a quick thanks to Michael Gelfi, Alexander Necrata, and Kevin McLeod for the background music we used this morning. Links to their websites are in the episode's description. Caffeine Check is Anthony R. as our DM, Scott as Findelin, Thomas as Iceberg, Derek as Blake Clark, Anthony as Erdo, and myself, Joshua, as Kaladin. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a rating and review on whatever podcast listening platform you use and share it with your friends. If you want to support the show, you can do so by becoming a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash caffeine check. Becoming a Patreon gets you access to Coffee Break, a bi-weekly chat with all of us breaking down the previous week's episodes, as well as much more. If you want to get to know the guys at the table more, you can follow us on Instagram at caffeine check and on Reddit at reddit.com forward slash r forward slash caffeine check. Again, 
Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, stay safe, stay caffeinated, and have a fantastic day.